do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet full of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, you're sure to find your next closet go-to from American Giant. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code S-T-A-P-L-E-2-0. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 94 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. I don't know. I'm me. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by uh, whoever wrote that. Not nice. Catherine Jane. Thank you, Catherine. Thank also, you. all they wrote was your mom, not something mean about Catherine. Oh, that's oh, also true. <laughs> your meme. Oh, I wonder who would write that. I was so like, is this coming out on Monday? So immature. Not. Today, we will be discussing chapter 23 of <laughs> Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, the Yule Ball. So make sure that you have read the chapter and you're ready to prance into the field of details. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jessica. Like, yeah. <laughs> what would have been like a funny Christmas themed one? What? No. I what? Prance? I'm just thinking. Yeah, prance is a good Christmas thing. Good like, dancer. Prance is a good dancer. Yeah, because it's a we Yule Ball Christmas dance. time. We're talking about yeah. Christmas in this episode. That's why He's I'm saying that. Christmas. All he wants for Christmas is Cho to go to the ball with him. Oh. And Hermione wants two regular front teeth. <laughs> oh. well, she I will say them. one Christmas, she gets I, them. I did sing that song because I had no two front teeth because they came out at the same time, roughly. Things oh, we learn. Two front teeth. Before we begin, Megan has some super cool weekly profits. I have giant That news. was an accident that I said it like that. <laughs> I have giant news. She has giant news. That we're going to get to see. So, all right. So, <laughs> Universal Take a shot. posted pictures of the new Hagrid animatronic on the Hogwarts, no, Hagrid roller coaster. And it looks amazing. I've said this again because <laughs> I've like picked stuff about this ride like for five weeks in a row probably now because I'm just really excited about it. But... I'm so happy that Universal is doing animatronics mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not screens. Preach. Yeah, because now Praise I to the don't Universal have to gods vomit. for listening what to people's are their complaints. <laughs> I don't know. Mythos. <laughs> I just want to say one thing about it. I'm not a huge fan of his hair. Oh, I like it. You know, it's just not wild you know enough what? for me. It's too tame. That's, that's all I'm saying. That's something you would say. Listen, he just saw Madame Maxine. True. That's Sleek Easy's baby. But like, it's too. I'm not into it. I want wild, crazy. Like his beard is great, and it's it's just like he's got nice slick curls next to. Well, right not even t- curls. Right like a tweet. Write a tweet. I don't have Twitter, so Universal, <laughs> I can write one in my mind. Universal is also is. claiming with this animatronic that it is the most advanced figure in their Orlando parks, which sets a pretty high standard because if you think about it, some other animatronics that we've seen from them would be... Dude Kong? 
The Kong animatronic. Yeah, Kong is really massive cool. and cool. Like, where's that? So at? realistic. I've never seen that one there. I don't think that it was opened. Oh, was no, it new? maybe it was it's open. It's newer, when we, but it it's has newer. a long line. All the time. It always has a really long yeah, line. Yeah, I'm not into I'm just that. Well, what about the long line? cares about that guy oh because it's a new ride oh, okay. what about the dragon that's what i was gonna say yeah, yeah the dragon too in um forbidden journey that's my favorite um, part of the whole ride don't remember was probably okay. vomiting <laughs> had her eyes closed most of the time well, what of, did oh I, yeah okay yeah. so from that ride i remember harry being like come on I remember the Whomping Willow. <laughs> yeah. Aragog. Like, oh, the on. dragon happened right before the Whomping Willow, I believe, right? No, before Aragog. Before Aragog. Was vomiting. Because I remember... He breathes I was fire like, on you. Ooh. He breathes fire on you. That's <laughs> not a breathing fire. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, it's pretty cool. And then... Uh, he breathes fire. Tiffany blows vomits. I mean... <laughs> I just, here's what I'm really looking I'm, forward to, is eating at the three broomsticks without... The taste of vom. Oh, <laughs> gross. <laughs> I, would say, I would say that it's not cool. It's pretty hot. Okay. I know that I talk nice. about throwing up there a lot, but it was really upsetting because I didn't get to see very much. And it was the very first thing in the morning, too. It was. You know. It was. Like, once you, well, like, are sick in the morning. That's how you gotta, like, you know, bypass the lines and stuff. I mean. It was a good, in theory. Here's the thing, though. Should I have a snack ski before? Should I take a Dramamine? What should I do? Just take a Dramamine. Honestly, I take a that's what I would But do. it makes me so sleepy. Don't they have coffee. other ones like Bowmine or something? That's I don't know, but we like literally we need a plan for me so I can. I don't really plan on doing any other rides except the that's new fine. one. I don't even want to do Gringos again. I don't think because I think that was a sh- like legit fluke on my part for not barfing. Yeah, I would agree because it's not that it's crazy, but it's like I should have. It's yeah, yeah. Like, I'm surprised that you were fine because so, we are like, same. oh, you were fine in Gringos. You're gonna be fine on the Forbidden Journey, right? Not the case. So. Callie says that there's motion sickness glasses that you can wear. Shut the front door. Also, Benadryl is supposed to be helpful. I've heard that too. That'll well, that'll for sure knock me though. out. Yeah, there's those Doesn't bracelets that you can wear. Garbage. I've tr- literally you. tried everything on our cruise and I still got sick. But you also stopped taking your medicine because you didn't want to be <laughs> sleepy, correct? I fell asleep like at a steak dinner. That never happens. <laughs> she left. No, you didn't even come to the steak dinner when we went to the steakhouse. The, the, the night Tiffany before. Tiffany wasn't feeling well. <laughs> Tiffany didn't come for a steak dinner. Marty's like, yeah, she's in the like room because yeah. you didn't feel good. It was bad. Like You know she's not feeling good if Tiffany's, one, not eating, and two, definitely not eating steak. True. That's my favorite food. It's one of my favorite food groups. Steak, potatoes. That's my pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> and more steak. <laughs> so yeah, if anybody has any motion sickness ideas for Tiff, send yeah. them away. Yeah, I'm open to all the possibilities. Also, the patch behind the ear didn't work for me, so don't throw that one my way. <laughs> <laughs> She's tried them all again. It was Basically, a prescription. She's gonna it didn't work. Walking around uh, diagonally while Katie and I ride. No, it's going to be Ezra and I just sitting there eating ice creams. There you go. And probably spending way too much money. Maybe. Eating ice creams. <laughs> we like ice cream. Awkward silence. <laughs> <laughs> that's my weekly profit. Oh, that's it. Okay. Well, you don't want to talk about me barfing anymore? Let's move on. <laughs> It's the run, 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 recap. (laughs) Oh. That was a new one. You're welcome. All right. Last time, Harry finds out from (laughs) McGee that he needs to find a date to the old ball. Dun, dun, dun. I'd also like to point out that Katie and I also need dates. Her wife never takes her on any, and I'm single, so. Oh, my God. 
Katie, I told you, I will take you on one. We're going Thank to you. see Detective Pikachu this weekend. <gasps> um, I'm taking my Let me know mom. how that is because I'm like <laughs> for Mother's it's Day. Like, so it's not a date. It's like it's a, not a, date. a high school kind of date. When you're going to go to like grade school. Is she going to sit in the middle? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go Saber audition for Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> yeah, we want to audition for Wheel of Fortune. That's our next date. <laughs> We're going tomorrow. Hashtag we're old now. I would not be able to go on that show. I, I can't figure those puzzles oh, out fast Oh, Katie's so enough. good at it. I'd rather be in Jeopardy, money. which either, both of those I would not be good at, oh, unless yeah. it was like Jeopardy's, Jeopardy for kids. Jeopardy's my jam. You could do the elementary school version. <laughs> <laughs> I once, my dad was watching it, and there was a like, question about, um, had to do so with Alexander Hamilton, and I got it right. But it's like, I don't know if that's correct. I'm like, you watch it, because it was from, I knew it because of the musical, the because I listened to the soundtrack so much. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Suck that day. Anyways, <laughs> recap, please. All right, so who will Harry choose? We don't Show. know. Nope. Choose again, Harry. Sorry. <laughs> it's like a magic eight ball. Nope. <laughs> Ask again later. Try again later. <laughs> okay, fine. Pavardi will do. Oh. And Harry also does the work for Ron and gets him a date, too. Meg, you should really talk to Harry. Because he's just giving dates out. That is everywhere. like epic laziness on Ron's part. I know. He did ask someone. He did. He shouted well. at her. <laughs> <laughs> he shouted at her, really. Hermione, I do like that you're part a movie. girl. And well spotted. Hermione and Ron have a fight because who knew that Hermione was a girl? So basically, this book should probably be called Ron Weasley and Hermione Granger, A Relationship in the Making. Oh, I, like, Ooh, I that. like that. That's that's cute. Very Thank good. you. Well done. Well done. Thank you. I want to smack Ron in this chapter. Hey, let's oh. get there. <laughs> Alrighty, Ruski. And Harry. Someone honestly. has some feelings. Oh, happy day. It's Christmas. It's finally Christmas time. Actually, I said Christmas times. (laughs) There's food, presents, and even a ball. And we also get a letter from Sirius. Not (coughs) me, but Harry. Um, And then Dobby has what is probably his best Christmas to date. Mm -hmm. And uh, most of the students that stayed at school get ready for the Yule Ball. We find out a lot of things during this time. During the ball. <laughs> Who would Hermione's date? We don't know, but we'll find out. <laughs> you find out more about the other schools. And even information about Crouch. And then you find some big news about Hagrid. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Harry's told to take a bath. And I said, he must smell. And Ron and Hermione have a big row in the common room. So who was that? Who's that person? Just me. <laughs> Just no, Sarah. It wasn't. It's someone else. I think it's Sarah who's had a lot of coffee today. That could be true. A lot. And cold brew typically has more caffeine, I believe. Really? Yeah. What does? Do cold I like brew. cold brew? Mm, I don't I know. I do. If you like cold coffee, I do. you'd like a cold brew. I think I like It's cold a little brew. less acidic than like Smoother. just a cold coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, you know what? I'm going to get a cold brew this weekend. It's just Ooh. a little bit more expensive, but it's worth it. What typically? Duh. We'll talk. Okay. Because this is about Harry Potter. I want to hear about Cup. Christmas because it's my favorite time of year. All right. So well, tell me more, let's please. Let's get in. So the fourth years have been given a ton of homework to do over the holiday break, and right. Harry's in no mood to do any work. Why would he be, though? Let's be honest. But all also, he wants to do is enjoy time with his friends. He also doesn't have finals at the end of the year, so how much does he really <laughs> need to put into it? Yeah, but you still want an education. Does he, though? Yes. He's the chosen one. Here's the thing, though, about him. Like, you figure he would be... I would... If I came from, like, a muggle family, I would be all about magic. You know what I mean? But I also think, too, that um, he has... to it. Well, he has some natural ability. Mm. And coming from someone that... Oh, Some education is a little easier for me. 
I don't put in as much effort, which I should. If I could go back in time, I would. So listen, kids, pay attention in school. Do your homework. Mm-hmm. Work hard. Mm-hmm. Don't just skate by. Don't bother your teacher at the end of the year. Give them a break. <laughs> um, but I think for him, because stuff comes easy, he's just like, I don't have to work as hard, so I just want to relax. And I not don't do, want to do the work I don't today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I just want to sit back, relax, and not study. Yeah. But I really can't blame him. Like, if you're going to pile homework on me on a holiday. Oh, that's the worst. Get that was always it, the worst, man. Get out of here. I am made to send home packets. Um, but I always, like, I do, like, a page of work, and then I do, like, a fun coloring page, and then I do a page of work, and then I do, like, a puzzle page that are, like, winter-themed. So I try to make it fun. A little bit about me. Let's move back to the book. <laughs> so Harry's pretty much used to having an empty common room for the holidays, but this year it seemed to be shrinking because of the amount of people who decided to stay. That would... I think that would annoy me. I would agree. Yeah, same. You know, sometimes, even now, like, I really like my alone time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And not just because I have, like, so much going on. Like, even before that, I like to just, like, sometimes I just like to sit, be alone, read a book, play video game, just sit. I just told a Tiffany, told a Tiffany, told a Tiffany. Which Tiffany? That, (laughs) you know, there's some days where, like, I because I live, like, with a million other people because they still live at home. That, like, I want to go home and, like, not have anyone there, you know? Just, just the quiet, just yeah. Just to be alone. Sometimes I drive home uh, from work with, like, no sound. So, that's great, isn't it? It lets you just, like, decompress, like, before you get yeah. back into life. But I said, like, that means the Yule Ball is clearly a big deal. Like, if that many people are staying, like, yeah, it's a dance and we haven't seen anything like this. And the tournament's now back, so I can imagine that most people who are allowed to go would stay. Mm-hmm. Just curious because a lot of sure. people had issues with Hermione in the last book staying, Ron and Hermione staying um, for Stay- Christmas break. Why? Because they're like, if it was my kid, oh, like, they would go family. home. Blah, yeah. Blah, 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 okay. Blah. Um, which is fine. Everyone's entitled to their opinion, but I want to know how people feel about them staying be- now because there's a ball, like all of these kids, like how would they yeah. you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. okay, Swishers, tell us. I'm just curious. As a parent, me personally, I think that, this would be totally different than any other time. Correct. I think I'd be excited. I'd be excited. I'd for be. Them. It would still make me sad though. That doesn't yeah. mean like it wouldn't like be but like. Oh, let, how would you have felt if like if you were Hermione's parents? Like I would rather not that it wouldn't. I wouldn't have an issue if she had written to me being like, you know what, my friend, the whole situation third year. Like I would have been like, that's fine. You know what yeah. I mean? Versus now, it's still a thing. I'd be like. I think her parents are very logical people. Yeah. To be like, this tournament's clearly like a big deal. Because I'm sure she writes to them on the reg. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So. But uh, good news is canary creams are all the rage. People are (laughs) bursting into feather all over the place. And because of this, people were very cautious about what they would be eating. And I said, not everybody wants to be a bird. Can I just tell a funny story? Because I know in the book they were talking about... uh, they were afraid to eat anything because they're like right. there could be a hidden canary cream in it. One time I took baker's chocolate to school. I was like in seventh or eighth grade and I was convincing several people. I'm like, oh my God, you guys, we bought the best chocolate. Oh like it, God. I've never tasted anything You're like it before in so my life. Rude. It's so good. <laughs> I got at least one person to eat it. They were like, this is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny. Oh so I would be that person that would hide the you would the snack. You I've would. always wanted to do something like where you put like toothpaste inside an Oreo instead of the cream. <gasps> but I don't know if I could ever be I'm that Never going to eat an Oreo for you. Yeah. <laughs> I can't totally. tamper with food. <laughs> my cousin likes to pull prank, pranks on people all the time. That's something she would do. Oh my gosh. Like she would tie um, like a rubber band around like the 
thing on the sink. Yeah. So like her dad is turning. Oh, on I've and gotten that like, many a time. But she does it where like she catches it on on tape, so she's got his reaction. On I tape, did that to my dad one year, and he laughed so hard. He was like, <laughs> "You really got me." <laughs> That's good spirit. He caught him on a good day. <laughs> George, it's yeah, cool about that stuff. Yeah. George ends up confiding in Harry that they are now developing something new. And Harry told himself to never accept so much as a crisp from Fred and George. I love it. Which I think is wise. It's probably smart even pre-Weasley's Wizard Wheezes. True. So now at Hogwarts, there's a thick snow falling. And it is covering the pale blue Bobaton's carriage. And it looked like a chilly frosted pumpkin next to the gingerbread house that was Hagrid's cabin. I love that description. I said, what yes. a visual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. It makes me think of, um, their carriage makes me think of uh, Cinderella's yep. carriage. I was mm-hmm. going to say the same thing. That also reminds me of my monogram. <laughs> it is. We talked about this today. The house elves were taking advantage of the chilly weather and making warming stews and savory puddings. And floor. Ugh. Was the only person to complain about this. I don't like that you call her that. And I, know I did that it. on purpose. I know you do. Okay. I think you do it because you Fleur. know I don't like it. Fleur. 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 Floor. Fleur. 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 Is that right? Fleur. 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 Like Fleur de Fleur. Fleur. Fleur sales. <laughs> it is too heavy. Aziz. Hogwarts food. Oh, that was nice. <laughs> I'm not doing that ever again, by the way. It also just sounds tasty to me. That's what I was saying. Like, every mm-hmm. time it's cold, like, I want a mm-hmm. soup. Give me a good or, soup, a chili, yep. a stew. Mm-hmm. My dad's chili on a nice chilly day. Put some football on. Yes. Mm. Dude, but you know what? the all-time food. Man. Pot roast year-round. <gasps> For sure. Oh. Year-round. Do they have vegan pot roast? Mm, or, like, good. that really good brisket. Literally, okay. some things cannot just be replaced. I'm sorry, you guys. It's okay. It's my choice. We're still right. going to be making it, though. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think there'll be more for us. You can have uh, it. <laughs> Thank you for being vegan. <laughs> Maybe I'll try to learn how to make brisket, although I'm sure Marty's is better. You want a tofu brisket? Sure. I'll try it. <laughs> I'll, I'll look at how that goes. Um, they heard... Fleur saying that grumpily as they left the great hall behind her one evening. Ron is skulking behind Harry, keen not to be spotted by Fleur. And she's like, I will not fit into my dress robes. And Hermione, <laughs> ooh, there's a tragedy. She snapped. <laughs> but I said, lols, oh, Herm. But at this time where I was writing this, I like felt what Fleur was saying on a personal level because I was like way too full. We had a teacher <laughs> appreciation lunch. I ate, I don't eat fried things usually because oh, it that'll mess you doesn't up. happen, but I ate fried chicken and it was, I have no regrets. None. No regrets. No regrets, no man. We're cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and speaking of Ron and Hermione, he keeps springing a question on <laughs> Hermione about who she's going to the ball with and she keeps saying no because they're going to make fun of her. Uh, that oh, I don't think would happen. No. <laughs> she is totally wrong about that. No, they'll just be mad. They, Correct. Not well, not Harry. True. Harry doesn't care. No. I literally, he was like, I don't care. Ron is jealous city party of one. Thousand percent. Yeah. So, luckily. It's his own fault. Here comes Malfoy. And I think I've said that like a thousand times on this podcast because he always like. Malfoy. Saunters in like right the, just the right time. Swaggers in, right? He has swagger. <laughs> You're joking, Weasley, said Malfoy behind them. You're not telling me someone's asked that to the ball? Not the long-molared mudblood? 
and Herm hits back at him with a sick burn. Harry and Ron both whip around, but Hermione says loudly, waving to somebody over Malfoy's shoulder, Hello, Professor Moody. And Malfoy goes pale, jumps backwards, looking wildly around for Moody. But uh, Moody was still up at the staff table. Judy, finishing his stew. Twitchy little ferret, aren't you, Malfoy? Sucks to sub. Yeah, but they still don't like it because that was rude that he did that. And now he has like a little PTSD. I'm just saying. It is completely wrong that Judy did that. Yeah. I'm just wanting to But I'm also kind of glad that Hermione used it against him. I mean, because he, Malfoy would he can't be throwing mud, mud sure. blood around, man. Yeah, he's just dropping the word He's mud not blood, nice, so. but that does not mean you can't fight fire with fire. Eye for an eye, man. No. We're going. We're just what, going rogue. Eye for an eye would make the whole world blind, Tiffany. Then we turn yeah. the other cheek. It's got real deep. Just saying. So deep. Sweaty. So sweaty. Go, Hermione. What is that? <laughs> Anyways. The trio continues up the step, laughing heartily with each other, and Ron notices that there's something different about Hermione and her teeth now that Malfoy mentions it. Her teeth are straight and normal size. Can I just point out the fact that I don't remember, because it mentions straight and normal size. I thought her teeth were just larger. Yeah. I never remember them being well, crooked in any way. She later on that her parents wanted her to get braces. Braces, yeah, but so, I don't. I just thought her teeth were... Larger. Did they they like mine. Perfectly straight, you know <laughs> what I mean? Didn't they say she had buck teeth? But the braces, I mean... Braces fix everything. Do they? Pretty much. I had them for three years. And then had to get fake teeth. Sort of. I mean, my <laughs> bite was for yeah. reals messed up. Braces did miracles. Hmm. I mean, I, I had, like, two layers of teeth. Are you a shark? I was, like, a shark. Megan Shark Megan Shark You can't escape it. Anyways. Now everybody else is singing it. Sorry, I'm not sorry. Okay. Um, because if you remember, don't let the movie get to you. Emma Watson has great teeth. Book Hermione didn't before. Mm-hmm. But also, like your kid who has great, not everybody, I would say the majority of people with pretty, kids don't have great teeth. It's pretty common to mm. not have nice teeth. Yeah. I would think. It's also a mm-hmm. very, apparently it's a very American thing to have really white teeth. And very straight teeth. Like picture perfect teeth is an American thing. Really? Yeah. Doesn't <laughs> surprise me. I don't know. Take the well, teeth, man. It's something that somebody can make a lot of money off of. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is true. Hashtag capitalism. Um, just make <laughs> sure you brush, floss, and rinse with some mouthwash. Yeah. This is a little kind of off topic, but I just want to say pour one out for my dentist because he sadly passed away. Pour one like out. Two weeks ago. Oh, this is very sudden. He was very young. That's oh, sad. Yeah. Not cool. very upset. He was the nicest guy ever. So I too have a nice dentist. That's sad. I do as well. Hmm. I don't have one anymore. My child is screaming. Literally, it sounded like she was like, Daddy! I know, that's what I heard. <laughs> Gosh. She was saying Mama earlier. Yeah, she Fozzie was. Fozzie was staring out the window, like, looking for you. And I was like, she's not here yet, sweetie. <laughs> um, Hermione admits that sh- when she went up to Madame Pomfrey to get them shrunk down after Malfoy, you know, jinxed her, she let Madame Pomfrey shrink them down past what they usually were. She admits that also this probably won't please her parents because they wanted her to continue on with her braces. And she's like, they don't think that magic and teeth should mix. Okay. If you don't well. know, they're dentists. 
I want the beat. I will dentist. say though, I'm a thousand percent agreeing with her. Like, if magic can fix my teeth, all the pain that I've gone through, I've had a lot oh, of like oh. fix them. Do you know the I'll name? Of her uh, parents' name are Crentist, the dentist. Get out. Nobody, the office, anyone? I don't Bueller. Know. I remember that. I White. don't remember that either. So okay, me. it's when he uh, goes to Jan. Behind Michael's back. Oh. And he like shoves a bunch of peanut M&M's yes. in his mouth and he's like, open up. He's like, something about Corinthist. I, I can't remember exactly. <laughs> you know who's no, We just watched that episode not too long ago. Wasn't Willy Wonka's father a dentist? Yes. <laughs> I don't Shout out I don't count that, that Willy Wonka's. <gasps> Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. No, that's not the movie. Anyways. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's based on the book. We're a little all over the place. For thousand percent. Okay. Who's editing this? Have fun. The Peter's household. <laughs> well, we gave you something to do. <laughs> Not that you don't already have enough. So in the middle of her sentence, Hermione is stopped by seeing Pig. He's back and he's twittering around with some parchment tied to his leg. People are passing him and pointing and laughing. Even a group of third year girls love this cute, quote, Aww. weenie owl. I'm sure that Weenie makes Hutt Junior John feel great. <laughs> Weenie Hut General. <laughs> did we go over Pig? I don't know if we did. I couldn't remember. So um, I think I talked about him a little bit. I think you did, but I'll just briefly go over. He has a po- uh, profile on Pottermore, also known as Pig. Pig Widgeon is Ron Weasley's tiny pet owl. Um, he is named by Ginny Weasley. His skills are delivering mail, and his hobbies are twittering, hooting, and zooming around. That's the cutest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Much <entire> like <laughs> me. <laughs> um, so I looked up what kind of owl he was, and I think you did this already. Um, Rowling says that he is a scops owl or scopes owl. I think it's scops though. Um, they're tiny gray owls with little tufts of feathers on their heads. And this makes sense as pigwidgeon is said to fit in a person's fist. They live in open country with isolated trees and lightly wooded areas containing clusters of trees. They also can be found in rundown buildings, caves, bushlands, and a park-like habitat. So basically everywhere. Anywhere, man. Anywhere. I guess. Um, I looked up what the name meant, and it means a small or petty person, creature or object, especially a fairy, dwarf, imp, or elf. Also can mean a contemptible or stupid person <laughs> or creature. Aww. No, he's just silly and fun. I know. I like him. I have I have some feels on this, and we'll get to it in a minute. Especially because he came from Sirius. Correct. So Harry pockets Sirius. Sirius's letter, and they head to Gryffindor Tower. Everyone in the tower was too busy celebrating, being on break, and relaxing to care what the trio were up to. So the letter says, Dear Harry... Congratulations on getting past the horn tail. Whoever put your name in that goblet shouldn't be feeling too happy right now. I was going to suggest the conjunctivitis curse as a dragon's eyes are its weakest point. That's what Crumb did, Hermione whispered. But your way was better. I'm impressed. Don't get complacent, though, Harry. You've only done one task, and whoever put your name in the tournament's got plenty more opportunity if they're trying to hurt you. Keep your eyes open, particularly when the person we discussed is around, and concentrate on keeping yourself out of trouble. Keep in touch. I still want to hear about anything unusual. When did Sirius, Sirius get so sultry to his godson? That's a gash. Oh, my. I don't know. How <laughs> big eyes you have. <laughs> Harry, like your mothers. Oh, my gosh. 
Harry compares um, Sirius to Moody. Constant vigilance. You'd think I walk around with my eyes shut, banging <laughs> off the walls. <laughs> but honestly, like, I think if I were Harry, I'd probably get really annoyed with that, too. It's like, I'm not just blind to everything, you know? He has yeah. that... Uh, He's got an He's intuition. Got a good sense. Correct. That's what I was looking for. Thank you. He knows. Potter but her, senses. Yeah, Potter senses. They're tingling. <laughs> <laughs> Hermione says that Sirius is, of course, right, and Harry still has two... Ooh, what are you Whoa. married more tasks to complete before it's over and Ron thinks otherwise Harry has forever to work out a, the egg let's play some chess time passes I mean you're gonna lose because Ron's pretty bomb at that so. time passes he kind of won the most important chess game ever time is passing yeah for sure what time is it Tiffany it's Christmas time <laughs> <laughs> This gives me the heebie-jeebies. Harry wakes up very suddenly on Christmas morning to a pair of large, round, green... Not married anymore. Eyes <laughs> uh, staring through him. Staring, staring through, through him. him. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. His eyes are Moody's eyes. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's where he got it from. Is Coke vegan? Yes. All right. You got it. <laughs> um, some eyes are staring at him through darkness. Like, why, though? But, like, why? Just give him a little shake. No need I mean, to be so creeptastic. I mean, but it's Dobby. Think about Chamber of Secrets. He did the same thing. You know, you spoiled that because I didn't even say who it was first. I mean, it's Dobby. It's Dobby. Yo, yo, it's Dobby. <laughs> it's Dobby. <laughs> <laughs> and Dobby's all like, sorry, broser. So it turns. <laughs> trying to be like me, and she can't. No, it was you a would, bro and a sir. I would have just been. Because he called him sir. Broski. No, it's not a ski. Brusky skr. <laughs> you don't even know what you're trying to say right now. Shout out to that commercial where they said bro way too much and he says Teddy Roosevelt. Got me every time. Teddy Roosevelt. Oh my God, Katie died every God, time that commercial was so on. Funny. Teddy Roosevelt. It turns out. <laughs> oh, Is that what you call your cat now? Because I would. I don't know if I have, but officially now I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> Come here, Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> I literally call Fozzie Fozzington now. Oh, He's that's Sir cute. Sir Fozzington Bear. I love that. <laughs> so it turns out that Dobby has brought Harry a Christmas present. What? It's so cute. But the other boys in the dorm are now awake because Harry was like, what? I mean, but who wouldn't? And they're peering through their hangings and Seamus is like, someone attacking you, Harry? <laughs> Because that's not, not outlandish. That's how, literally, that's how I like figured it. Yeah, no, but like they're so used to like Harry getting attacked. So, they're probably also like half asleep. Well, yeah. Ugh. Not a big deal. You still alive, bro? And he's like, like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's so good. But he, t- he tells them, like, no, you can go back to bed. But everybody's like, no way. There's presents. Hooray. Presents. And Dobby asks if he can give Harry his gift. And Harry's like, yeah, uh, I got one for you too. You know, like a liar. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, note, Harry takes the sneakoscope out of the sock. And he he hands an old pair of socks that once belonged to Uncle Vernon. Gross. To to Dobby. Doesn't he call them like his nastiest pair of socks or something like that? They're like knobby or something, he says. Knobbly. Knobbly. Yeah. Dobby's for Dobby. super oh. delighted, though. Socks are Dobby's favorite. Now he has seven. 
That was a doorbell. (laughs) Seven pairs. The socks don't match. So Harry goes ahead and gives him some more so he can, you know, mix and match. And Ron tosses him his new sweater that Mrs. Weasley made him and some violet socks. And I said, this hurts my heart a little bit. I would agree. Also, he calls them, Harry calls them his oldest and foulest socks. Well, there you go. Ron, your mother (laughs) made that for you. And I don't care if you have a million, you need to cherish it. For true. Like that really hurts my heart. The sweater and the socks. She made them both. She made the socks too. I, I guess think I didn't so. really think I about that so. one. I would think, yeah. I think it, I think he usually like just unwrapped them. He was like, here you go. Gosh dang. Like I know like Dobby needs some stuff, but Well, we know that Ron is a little immature. Yeah. So it doesn't hurt me any less. I bet you that after the seventh book you probably but, is like, mm, I should treasure the things that my family has given me. Correct. Mm. But honestly, even though like it like Gosh, that's like kid stuff that like sucks. Um, at least his things are going to someone who's truly yeah. going to appreciate. Yeah, and yeah. Like he's not just them. like I don't want this. Yeah, like it, I know? think it would yeah. make if Molly heard that. Not saying that she wouldn't be hurt or anything, but I think it would make her feel a little bit better knowing it would that he just it. like yeah thrown out or something. Most definitely. And Dobby says, "Sir is very kind." He squeaked, his eyes brimming with tears again, bowing deeply to Ron. Dobby knew Sir must be a great wizard, for he is Harry Potter's greatest friend. But Dobby did not know that he was also as generous of spirit, as noble, as selfless. They're only socks, said Ron, (laughs) who had gone slightly pink around the ears, though he looked rather pleased all the same. Reading this part again made me think of how J.K. Rowling... um, uses socks a lot. A lot. Where, like, yeah. isn't there, like, it's been a, a while since we've talked about this. There's like an art, not an article, but I think there's like even a mention on Pottermore. It's Pottermore, like, yeah. A whole separate page about yeah. socks. Because I was like, We talked about socks. socks in a very early episode. I think because Dumbledore talks about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, that's taking me back. Like a long, that was Sarah's basement long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Dobby got Harry some socks too, which he actually made himself. The left one was bright red. With broomsticks, and the right one was green with snitches. And I like that. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want those. Mm-hmm. Meg has them. I'm serious. You can order them up. What's that place called? Shout out, out to them. Out of print. Out they're of print. They're so cute. And they're really, they're really quality. cute. Okay, well, Tiffany, would you? Mother's Day is on Sunday. So. <laughs> <laughs> How fast can you get these? Um, Dobby pieces out to go back to the kitchen to make Christmas dinner. And these are Harry's presents as followed socks, of course. And you guys, the Dursleys. Let's, Why do they send anything? Well, let's just to? let's. It's probably in the letter. <laughs> like, why though? This is one of the most heartfelt gifts. Gift <laughs> to him, a tissue from the Dursleys, used or not. I'm gonna say that it's a tissue for Harry's issues. I'm gonna well, say it's an need unused more tissue. Unused. Unused. Oh, no. you know what? Is it like Dudley? If Dudley packed it up. It's probably used. Now, do you think it's like a facial tissue like we use or like a hanky kind of tissue? Like oh. There's some people that use like handkerchiefs. Can you, you know? I always envisioned it literally just like a It did a say a single tissue. tissue. I, th- so I think are we talking tissues. Kleenex here? We're not sponsored, but come I on. Yeah, so if you don't know, Kleenex is a brand. So <laughs> technically, when I like first got my job at the hospital, they're like, you, we aren't allowed to call them Kleenexes because what? it's a brand. I'm not kidding you. They told me you have to call it a facial tissue, but like. 
If someone was like, can I have a Kleenex? I'm going to give them a tissue. You mean a facial tissue? I've never, I mean, I don't, I shouldn't, I talk weird anyways. Like I call it a cellular device, stuff like that. It's because you're just strange. Correct. But yeah, we were, I was told they, because they're like, we don't use Kleenex as a brand. It's a facial tissue. I'm like, okay, cool. Now is it like the crap you get at the doctor's office? Tissue for your issue? Tissue paper? Or is it like Puffs lotion? Mm, That's Mm. a good one. Or is it cool touch? When your nose Kleenex, is Dude, the Vicks cool when you're sick, epic. Oh yeah, yes. a mix of the Vicks and the Cool Touch. That's mm. usually what we do. That's my grandma cool would always tell us to put Vicks on our feet when we had a cold. You do that the babies too, the baby Vicks. Anyways, back to Harry Potter stuff. <laughs> I mean, that technically was. <laughs> it was. Anyways, socks, a tissue from the Dursleys, Quidditch teams of Britain and Ireland from Hermione, awesome. dung bombs from Ron, a pen knife with attachment that could unlock any lock and untie any knot from Sirius, Birdie Butts. Gifts. That's a pretty useful gift. He Here. gives the coolest he gives cool gifts. He really does. Um, Birdie Butts, every flavor beans, chocolate frogs, Drupal's best blowing gum, and fizzing whizbees from Hagrid, a green... Sweater with a dragon on it from Mrs. Weasley and some mince pies. And I had to look up mince pies. Does she always give him different sweaters and everyone else the same? Yeah. The one year I think he got a snitch. Yeah. Let's let's be honest. Harry's probably her favorite. I mean, I agree with you. (laughs) (laughs) So a mince pie, also known as mince meat pie in New England and fruit mince pie in Australia and New Zealand. Shout out. Um, it's a sweet pie of British origin filled with a mixture of dried fruits and spices called mincemeat that is traditionally served during the Christmas season in much of the English-speaking world. I've always wanted one have of these. I don't eaten? think I'd like it. I've never had one. Never okay. had one, but I want one. Swishmas, like make really it. You have to make it for Swishmas. Why are you pointing at me? I don't know, because you people are the oven people. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you are you. Oh my God. You make things in the oven. I'm <laughs> just not a fan of... Um, I'll make some. Of, Thank you. What did you say it was? Dried fruits and stuff? I'm not a fan. That's oh, like the treacle yes. tart that we made. It's kind of... That's no, raisiny. Treacle <gasps> tart has no raisins in it. But it tasted it. very You guys. It's just... Um, it's like treacle syrup like mixed with breadcrumbs. Yeah, it's similar to molasses. You guys, and this it's really, is really it's cool. Juice. Because you know how people will tie um, stuff from Potter to Christianity? Mm-hmm. Listen to this. So it says its ingredients are traceable to the 13th century when returning European crusaders brought them Middle Eastern recipes containing meats, fruits, and spices. These contained the Christian symbol symbolism of representing the gifts delivered to mm. Jesus by the biblical magi. Mince pies at Christmas time were traditionally shaped in an oblong shape to resemble a manger and were often topped with a depiction depiction of the Christ child. That's pretty cool. That is That's cool. Because cool. yeah, yeah. of the trio and stuff. You, you gotta and, be real talented to, 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 uh, to do that because I can't do that. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. That's awesome. The more you know. Because knowledge is power. The more you know. Rainbow. So, Harry and Ron meet up with Hermione in the common room, and they went down to breakfast together. They spent most of the morning in Gryffindor Tower, goodness, where everyone was enjoying their presence. And when they returned to the Great Hall for a magnificent lunch, which included at least a hundred turkeys and Christmas puddings, and large piles of cribbage wizarding crackers. I, I just we had real wizarding crackers. I know. It'd be so amazing. I know. I know. They went out onto the grounds in the afternoon, and the snow was untouched except for the deep channels made by the dr- 
I'm sorry, Dormstrang Dorm and Bobaton's students on their way up to the castle. Hermione chose to watch Harry and the Weasleys snowball fight rather than join in. And at five o'clock, she was going back upstairs to get ready for the ball. What time did the ball start? I don't remember. It starts at eight. Um, Sounds about right. Mm, y'all. Because Hermione needed three hours to get ready. I'm just trying to think of like so how long it would take me to get ready. You dick all So day. three to four. I would take an hour. But I also, but like my thing is like, I don't do, like I procrastinate while I'm doing, you know what I mean? Hold on, like, hold on. Sorry. I have to put this in there because someone did. What comes before part B? Party. Time to party. <laughs> that was me who put it in there. <laughs> it's green now. All right. Say it. So. <laughs> I don't do it anymore. Say it. That I know Say of. it out Say loud. It. Ron <laughs> cannot comprehend why on earth Hermione needs three hours to get ready. And I said, excuse me, Ron. She can take all day if she wants. Preach. Mm. She can take as long as she wants to. Um, but because of the ball, there's no afternoon tea for Christmas, which they normally would have had. And instead, they just have the feast for the ball. Do they always have afternoon tea at Hogwarts? I was wondering that. Or is it just a holiday thing? I, I feel like they probably thing. have it every day. It's just not as extensive as breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Because like maybe not everybody comes because they might have class. Can, you know what I mean? Can we start a petition that America has to have tea time every day? Oh can we my bring gosh. that back? <sighs> can we bring it back? I mean, I would love it. Love it. Um, So at seven, the boys head upstairs to get ready and get past a very tipsy fat lady and her friend Violet. Um, And she says, (laughs) the password at this time is fairy lights. And she says, ah, yes, Larry fights. That's it. (laughs) I thought that was funny. I love it. Um, So they all get into their dress robes and poor Ron quote from the book, there was just no getting around the fact that his robes looked more like a dress than anything else. He severed the ruff and cuffs, but since he wasn't really the best at spells, the edges were still pretty frayed. Um, and I really, like at this, so Ron really annoys me for most of this chapter, but I legitimately feel for him at this part because yeah. I just can't, I like, I, I don't, I get why Mrs. Weasley had to get him secondhand robes, but like there was nothing else really. Nothing a little more plain. But I, I also think know. that she went, you she know, went at late. a time where like it Everybody was stuff had probably over. been picked over. Yeah. yeah. I feel Which really I agree. Or like, isn't there nothing like it sucks. Arthur doesn't have something he can borrow? I don't know. She could have knit him one. Oh I feel God. like just anything away. would have been better at this point. Like, I just feel so bad. Or at least him. try to transfigure them a little bit. Yeah, you know? like she could have helped him try and make it look better so Poor it wasn't guy. frayed. I just want to do a soapbox. Go okay. So it's like prom season right now, right? It's kind of over now, but whatever. Um, so <laughs> this makes me think of my cousin because my cousin just went to prom and he looked like I saw pictures of him. My aunt was like, that's her first son crying, like couldn't handle it. He looked so dapper and good. And my aunt was saying that the whole time he was just like, I look stupid. Like, I look so dumb. And I just want to say, like, I feel like Ron already feels like that. Mm. Plus, he has, like, it really is kind of an ugly dress robe. It's out of date and everything. But listen, everybody looks cool and whatever. Wear whatever you want. Mm -hmm. It's no big deal. Mm -hmm. Everybody looks good in that kind of stuff. True. Don't feel self-conscious about it mm-hmm. if you're going through something like that. Everyone thinks they look dumb. Yeah, if you want to see <laughs> some you coolness, don't. check out our prom pictures. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't look bad. I don't like my hair, but... We should post I didn't our do prom pictures. 
I just found it the other day. I'm so Me and Sarah um, skipping. This my, yeah. favorite, my favorite picture of Katie and I is mm-hmm. from our, my mm-hmm. prom night. Um, so Dean then says that he can't believe that Harry and Ron wound up with the prettiest girls in their year, even Aww. after waiting for the last minute. Um, Pavardi. So, okay, so they're already. Dean go with? I don't know if it says Seamus. anywhere. <laughs> That'd, <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. I shipped that. No, but isn't Lavender going with Seamus? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know who Dean goes with. Um, Dean, Dean, but like he could just go by himself. He's cool. He's he he strikes me as someone that like becomes going stag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes that's more fun. Just saying. And when I say sometimes, I mean like yeah. <laughs> so they're all ready and they head down to um, the entrance hall to meet. Well. Hold on. <laughs> what they is They haven't Potter? yet. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> they go into the common room and Pravardi is waiting there. She has on her shocking pink robes. So is that like hot pink? I think so. Okay. And her, um, her hair is in a long braid in America. Cute. It says plat. plat in the book. And also she has like gold in her hair and gold bracelets. That's Cute cool. accessories. Yes. I enjoy that. Yes. I just like picture her in like actually I think that they did, did her they do outfit it in the book? really well or in the movie. <laughs> in the movie, I don't know if it's shocking pink. I can't envision what it is, but I just feel okay. Yeah, make it pink, make it blue. Yeah, but I just think they did a really good job of like incorporating her culture and her outfit mm-hmm. as well. Yes. I just think it looks really beautiful. Um, so then uh, she tells Ron that Padma is going to meet him in the entrance hall. But he is literally just focused on where Hermione is. And I said, dude, you're in love. He is so in love. It's like um, punching him in the face. It's, he's been bitten by the snake. He, is, he, he thinks of nothing but her. I don't think it's just mere curiosity. I don't think he's in love, but I think that he's in like with her. Love. Like he's okay, in love. Whatever. He's in love with her. He was in like with her maybe two he's years in love ago. With Hermione. I was going to be like, <laughs> he's in love with the girl. Mirror, mirror, mirror. 90s country oh, song. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. All right. Okay, you. okay. Okay. So now they go down to the entrance hall, and that is where they meet Padma, and she has on robes of bright turquoise. She didn't exactly look excited no. about going with Ron. And then I said, poor Ron, sort of, Say because tweet, he man. is pretty much a big fat jerk to Padma the whole night. <laughs> Neither one of them are nice to their dates, Harry and Ron. No, no. So Harry's just mean in a different way. Yeah, but they're also focused on other people. Look yes. at the moment. Yep. Yes. Yep. Honestly, like, never mind. Because I was going to be like, Harry just should have went alone, but he couldn't. He couldn't. He wanted to. <laughs> True. Um, so now I just have like a list of like what everybody is wearing because it, there was just a lot. Of Do it like an thrown. E uh, person. Would. Which weekly? <laughs> so we have Flora Delacour. She's in a silver gray satin dress and she is with Roger Davies, Ooh. the Ravenclaw Quidditch captain. Um, Malfoy walks in in a black velvet Ooh. dress robe with a high collar. Like a vampire. <laughs> And he is accompanied by Pansy Parkinson in pale pink robes. I boo her. Crab and Goyle, or Grab, or Coyle, because mm. they're dates. They've got green robes on. Wait. And Harry says that they look like moss-colored boulders. They don't have dates? No. Mm-hmm. Who would bring and do they? Do people ship them? I don't know. <gasps> you know what I don't know? I was just Are they together? Uh, I was just well, making up couple, couple names for them. Grab and Coyle. Oh, my. 
Yeah, they're they're dead. One of them is dead. Aren't oh, yeah. they both? No, no, crab. I think no, crab. Yeah, is the one oh, in the movie. Guys, what if they're yeah. together? No. Oh yeah, he does. I never thought about this. Do people ship them? Are there fanfics? Wait, oh, I'm sure. Wait, which one dies in the book? Crab. Goyle dies in the movie. But I also think well because crab wasn't really in the movie. Oh, yeah, he got into so they made somebody recognizable. Die, yeah, yeah. Because then they had Blaze, Blaze Zambini. Next up, we have. I ship them now. (laughs) Next up, next up, we have Crumb. He was the front of the Durham Strain students, and he was accompanied by a pretty girl in blue robes that Harry didn't know. Really. The front lawn area of the castle has been turned into a grotto with Larry fights, (laughs) and real live fairies are sitting in rose bushes. That's I cute. Just, like, looks, that picture is just like really pretty. It's like warm feeling to me, but it's winter. Mm-hmm. Clearly cozy. <laughs> um, when McGee gathers the champions, this is when Harry notices Hermione. Hey. With Crumb. Crumb. Double hey. And her hair is sleek and shiny, twisted up into an elegant knot at the back of her head. And she's wearing robes made of a floaty, periwinkle blue material, and she's smiling. Um, and Harry, at this point, notices again how straight her teeth look with her smile. And people were throwing her looks of deepest loathing. Jealousy, jealousy, jealousy. Not only that she's with Crumb, but that because they're like, pretty. oh, she's hot. Well, two two <laughs> things I have to say. First she's of all, always been hot, people. First thing I want to say is it also mentions how like Malfoy specifically was like looked at her and was shocked and like yes. had nothing. I to shipped say. that. And <laughs> were, I think that's like where people get the whole like, oh, he was totally in love with her thing. Honestly, though, but like I think he had a thing for her. I mean, I wouldn't I'm be down surprised. with it. I think he did. I mean, she doesn't. I think that's his way of like being like, oh, I can't like a mm-hmm. Muggleborn, so I'm just gonna. Be mean to her. Yeah. He pays a lot of attention to her. He does. My my Stupid. other thing I have to say is this is something I don't particularly care for. It's in a lot of movies. It's in this one, obviously. So we know that um, she doesn't outright say that Hermione's hair is curly, but we hear it's bushy, it's bushy, it's bushy. And you see in all of these movies where the girl is like, mm-hmm. has that crazy oh hair and the glasses. Go. I'm just saying it irritates me because... Growing up with, as someone that has curly hair, like your society makes you think that your hair isn't cute. It's bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh. You need straight hair. Here's a straightener. Correct. Now she's and, like, pretty need, because she has sleek correct. and shiny hair. And you hair. see movies mm. where they're like, oh, they removed the glasses. They straighten Hold her on, hair. Wait. Now she's gorgeous. Wait. Kiss me <laughs> beneath the milky twilight. And true. Everybody like, has that coming down the stairs moment. She totally had this. And it just, it irritates me because when I have, here's the thing, my hair is very curly and I know that no matter who I have children with, my, my girl's hair is going to be very curly and I want them to grow up. Why not the boys? And like, well, yeah, (laughs) I mean, that's why I love my children are going to have curly hair. And so I just, I, I want, I wish that movies would stop portraying and people like in general, like you see. You know, oh well, let's give her a makeover, and they always straighten their hair, and or they like blow dry it and they'll curl it, like, and it's still beautiful. And if you really like, there are times where I do that to my own hair, and I think it's beautiful. But there's other times where, like, growing up, and now that I'm 29, like, 
I want to embrace my curls and love them because my kids are going to have curly hair and I want them to think that it's beautiful because it is. Um, and it's just, it's just something that irritates me that, you know, yeah. well, let's flat iron the crap out of it because curly hair is not as cute. And I've actually had people tell me like, I like your hair when you actually do something to it. Okay. Well you come over to my house and you do it. Like it's just aggravating. So sorry to get on my little soapbox. No, sir. Curls are beautiful. And I don't like that movies do this because it makes people think that curly hair isn't as good. And curly hair is To me, I like yeah. it better. Especially I the- like what Vinny pointed out oh. that this is also peak friends straight hair 1994 pressure to have straight hair was huge. I mean, I still even think it now, is a like, trend. Growing up too, like in, in, in magazines, like if you were talking about hair and they'd have girls like, oh, and the curly hair, like their hair was wavy at best. Like that's yeah. not curly hair. Yeah. And there's yeah. people with curlier hair than mine. So like it's it's just it's just irritating. I was twenty nine years of irritation. Love your curls; they're beautiful. Jeez, the more wild mine are, the better I feel about it. Um, oh, honestly, sir. when your hair is wild, I'm like, mm-hmm. Like even I realized because I very rarely like flat iron my hair. If I do it, like I'll curl it because yeah. I don't like it flat. And then I'm like, probably because when my hair is in its natural state, it's not obviously flat. I I, I also think that like curls. her doing something different gets her noticed. You know what I mean? Yeah. She I can't mean, just be herself. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I don't want people to think that like, if you want, cause there's times where right. I want to blow dry my hair and curl it and think I'm beautiful. And there's other times where like my hair is crazy and big and I'm like, God, it just looks so good. Mm-hmm. I just, you also like want to, it just, it's irritating to me when they're like, all of a sudden they think she's beautiful because her hair is straight. You know what I mean? I think that what Joe might be, I mean, I'm not diminishing what you said at all. But I think what she might be getting at is that Hermione is a character who is so involved in her education that maybe she doesn't take the time to do, like, self-care Sundays. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I don't want people to think that, like, your looks are everything. She is smart. Well, they don't. Just because she doesn't care about her. I shouldn't even say but that. Now, like, but now she's she's taking the time out to do something different and to focus on it, which gets noticed by people. Is yeah. what I, I think get what she's you're just saying. getting across. I just. Part of it. But yes, love your curls, love your straight, love your wavy, love whatever you've got going on. You're still on. beautiful if you have glasses on. I don't know. It just, it, I, whenever I see that in movies, it just irritates it's me. It's that, that it's an old is, trope. But this part, this is true of the time of the book. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was a time where, like, everybody had to have, there was a time in the 70s where everybody had to have that straight hair. You know, all I, I think of Cher. And then the 80s were was big curly. Hair. Yeah. So. What if somebody just said you would have killed it in the 80s with your hair? <laughs> it's just it's something that irritates me to this day. And I just want, my thing is because a lot of times in society, even nowadays in 2019, where like people have issues with curly hair and it's not as beautiful and it's not as this and it's not as like tamed down. Well, just like Miley Cyrus, I can't be tamed. Oh my God. Yeah, We have to move on. We get you. We hear you. I hear you, Sarah. Also, fun fact that the reason why it wasn't blue in the movies was because the pink looked better with her um, Emma Watson's skin tone. And I think it like looked too much like the Bobaton. Yeah, like it didn't stand out as much. Uniforms, yeah. Yeah. Also, don't tell anybody anything about them isn't beautiful. Agreed. Agreed. You're yep. beautiful. <laughs> they probably had no idea I was going to be like, love your curls. <laughs> I love it. went out. The walls of the hall had all been covered in sparkling silver frost. 
with hundreds of garlands of mistletoe and ivy crossing the starry black ceiling. Megan seamlessly rolling back <laughs> in the after all of that. Um, so Ron and Kakaroff, never thought you'd hear those two together, Ship. had matching looks as they watched Hermione and Crumb walk Ooh. through the entrance hall and up to the table. Ludo Bagman Ludo Bagman has arrived in bright purple robes with large yellow stars and Madame Maxime wore a flowing gown of lavender silk. Those are St. Joe's colors that uh, Bagman has on. Mm -hmm. Does he also have our logo on the back? A jaguar? (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, Oh. (laughs) Oh. Mr. Crouch, however, was not there. Interesting. Percy was there in his spot. Why? Um, so Percy tells Whoa. Harry that he's been promoted to be Mr. Crouch's personal assistant. And he's there representing him. Um, so is this is where we begin to really notice something his little, absence yeah. and something is going on. So right now in this moment, Voldemort is involved and is at the Crouch's house, right? For Voldemort and Valor. Well, everything's for Voldemort and Valor. So <laughs> Percy then tells Harry as well that Mr. Crouch isn't well and he hasn't been right since the World Cup. That's mm. because you want to be a Well, was he under it right away? Or was I he like, oh, shoot, my kid's not with me, no mo. I think and that then, night he was yeah. put under it. No mo. No mo. No mo. Does he have FOMO? No. Well, I mean, he's missing. Uh, um, <laughs> so ordering dinner was pretty awesome at the ball, too. All you had to do was look at the menu and then say what you wanted. That's up here. That's Dude, amazing. I never met in my life. Steak, steak, the Jetsons. And then Harry wonders oh, as yeah. he watches Dumbledore do it. I think he he then looks at Hermione and is wondering, like, I wonder how she feels about this. This is probably a lot more work for the house elves. And then he notes, and it doesn't really look like she cares. Because she is full on in conversation with Victor. But she's not eating much. Isn't that what She's not focused on her eating. Yeah. She's talking. So (laughs) Harry overhears Victor telling Hermione about Dormstring. Um, They also have a castle, though it's not as big and comfortable as Hogwarts. Mm. There's four floors and fires are lit only for magical purposes. (laughs) That sounds rough. Yeah, that sounds like... Especially because they're know. like really north, right? Mm-hmm. Sounds like some dark magic's going on there. <laughs> oh. They also have really large grounds. Um, but Victor points out that in the wintertime, they have hardly any daylight, so they can't really enjoy them. But in the summer, they can fly every day over the lakes and mountains. And Kakaroff cuts him off here and tells him not to give away where it is. And I'm like, honestly, who cares? Not me. But I found these... I found these two articles that talk a little bit about Dude, what where is it's located. Dude, what is the exchange? It's just like a Reddit kind of they where like, people just like talk. Yeah. But they, it, I mean, it, it We always legit, have them so. usually, I think. Um, so there are a lot of mentions of aspects of the school, especially how cold it is, but the books and movies never actually say what country it's in. So for example, we know Crum is from Bulgaria and he plays for the Bulgarian national Quidditch team, but that does not necessarily mean that the school is in Bulgaria. Um, Crum mentions to Hermione just now that it's over the mountains, but he doesn't specify which mountains. And through the woods. And in the movie... Dumbledore, <laughs> Dumbledore introduces Karkaroff and the Dormstrang students as his, quote, friends from the north. Bulgaria is actually 
to the south of Scotland, so that doesn't fit. Um, Ron says in the book that he wished Malfoy went to Durmstrang because he would it would be easy to push him off of a glacier, and fur coats are a standard dress item of the students. So where do we think it is? And a couple people said that Joe suggested that Durmstrang is in northern Scandinavia, which would either be very north Sweden or Norway. Norway. And that um, Bobaton is somewhere near, is it Cannes mm-hmm. in the south of France? Um, she says she doesn't know for certain because, of course, the exact whereabouts of these schools is closely guarded secret to which she is not privy, mm. obviously. Who's privy? J.K. Rowling. She's None privy. of us. Because she doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> but they did... Um, what was it like a couple of years ago at the celebration of Harry Potter? That's whenever they put out the map of where all of the various wizarding <laughs> schools are located. I'm the map. I'm the map. I can't <laughs> school you want to go to. I can get you there. I know. She, and there. assuming that there's only one magical, one magic school in Northern Europe, Durmstrang would appear to be somewhere in Northern Russia, relatively mm. close to the border with Finland. Mm. I'm in. So that's what we got. Um, then there also is a lot of information on Dormstring actually on Pottermore because Joe released a ton whenever she released all that information on all the schools leading up to Fantastic Beasts right. coming out. Um, and just like a little blip, it says Dormstring once had the darkest reputation of all 11 wizarding schools. <laughs> yeah, because they don't light fires. <laughs> though this was never entirely. That's this is important. Darkest reputation. Darkest <laughs> reputation. Ooh, you and me, we got darkest darkest reputation. reputation. Ah. Though this was never entirely merited. <laughs> you don't it, know about me. Ooh. Where I'm am I going to be? <laughs> it is true that Durmstrang, which has turned out many truly great witches and wizards, has twice in its history fallen under the stewardship of wizards of dubious alliance what or nefarious that? intent, and that it was one infamous... Then it has one infamous ex-pupil, which is... <gasps> Who could that be? Grindelwald. Ooh, you naughty. <laughs> Meg, you, you are did, not man. having her swift references <laughs> at all. She's like rolling through these notes. She's like, I don't have time for these people. JK Rowling. <laughs> she hated. Doesn't want any of our jokes. Doesn't want any of our jokes. <laughs> <laughs> And kudos to her for not messing up. I've been trying to put my legs up on her, and my legs keep slipping off her jeans, and she's not even, she's just reading. Um, So Dumbledore (laughs) interjects Cockeroff at this point and says, Igor, Igor, all this secrecy. One would almost think you didn't want visitors. And Cockeroff responds, well, Dumbledore. <laughs> no, that's Dumbledore. not oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't want visitors oh, either. Albus, we are all protective of our private domains, are we not? Do we not jealously guard the halls of learning that have been entrusted to us? Are we not right to be proud that we alone know our school's secrets and right to protect them? And then Dumble says, oh, I would never dream of assuming I know all of Hogwarts' secrets, Igor. Only this morning, for instance, I took a wrong turning on the way to the bathroom and found myself in a beautifully proportioned room I have never seen before, containing a really rather magnificent collection of chamber pots. When I went back to investigate more closely, I discovered that the room had vanished. Foreshadowing the room of requirement. Like, Thank you, Joe. What I gotta say, though. Man. So it's a room full of chamber pots. Game. 
So obviously you had a need for a chamber pot. Wouldn't you think you'd have a bathroom in your own private quarters? I'm just saying. Yeah, I think weird. of that too. I, yeah, yeah, I wonder if maybe he was just like wandering. He and could was also like, oh, be lying. Yeah, I wonder because he know, like he knows what the room requirement. Agreed. Is. But he said it was at like five thirty in the morning. So he's just chilling, Kate. He's looking for Judy. He knows what's up. I find this... I, he's suspect. lying. I mean, he's telling him about probably maybe what happened to him when he was younger. I just like that she is letting on to this room Correct. right before Order yeah. of the Phoenix when it's going to become super important. Yeah. You know what's also funny? And I don't remember if it's in the books, but I know it's in the movie because Ron's like, so theoretically, if you have to use the toilet. And then Ronnie's <laughs> like... Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I like how it was like a call out without being a call yeah. out to this. And I like how Hermione is like, why do I like you? But yes, you're not yeah. wrong. That's the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Bathroom jokes will always be great. Yeah. Just saying. Agreed. Floor then jumps in about Bobaton, specifically the Christmas decor. Oh, she says that they have ice sculptures that don't don't melt, That's and then cool. she goes on even more and says that they look like sparkling gems and all this other stuff. I'm into that though. I mean, unless yeah, one of them drops and, and like, yeah. But, but here's the question: Would you rather be at Hogwarts for Christmas or Bobaton's? I feel like Bobaton's um, is cold, so no. Well, actually, well, so is Hogwarts. Hogwarts is more north, so it's further away from no. the equator. Cold so it's as probably in, colder. No, as like in they don't like have as many on. fires. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Dormstrang, they're like, we ain't lighting these. Um, I but I don't like, know. Flora's like so not prepared for cold weather. Hogwarts, to me, because like when I think about it, cozy Kane's is like down warm. south. Like you want to like, isn't it potentially level with like Italy almost? Like warmer weather. What did you call it? Cans. Isn't it cans? I don't know. Maybe cans. Okay. I like cans. (laughs) Isn't it like in line with Italy though? Where the can film festival is? I say can. You say Um, can. Cans. It's for for sure significantly closer to the equator than um, Scotland is. Is that the film festival place? Yes. Yes. Welcome we just had that with the conversation. So, I was reading the Discord. <laughs> we also have choirs of wood nymphs. What's a wood nymph? I'll get to it. Amaz- an amazing food. And Roger Davies is just entranced by her and is just nodding at everything that she says. Is she turning up the, the heat? Also, yes. Can is similar. Perhaps. Can it's, or cane? Can, it's it's can. I said it wrong. It's I'm sorry. It's can <laughs> festival. So it's can. Like can food? And it's yes. like the can more can. southern than Milan. So if that makes okay, sense. Okay, so know, roughly like Milan's pretty the warm. top-ish of Italy. Okay. Yeah. Um, so there's also writing on Bobaton. Oh, we say it On Bobaton. I hate that. No, no it's Bobaton. That sounds wrong. J.K. Rowling, you're wrong on Pottermore. <laughs> oh. Your pronunciation is not canon. So here's the thing. <laughs> Neither is Cursed Child. Shots fired. Just kidding. Shots fired. Wands fired. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Wrong fandom. What's BB-8 radio? I don't know. Never heard of it. Me neither. Um, so <laughs> Bobaton Academy has a preponderance of French students, though Spanish, Portuguese, Dutch, Luxembourg, Gians, oh, Orsians, and Belgians also attend in large numbers. Get it. Both Bobaton and Dormstrang have a larger studentship than Hogwarts, and it is said that the stunning castle and grounds of this prestigious school were part funded by alchemist Nicholas Flamel. Hello. Shout out to that bro we get to see in Fantastic Beasts 2. 
Crimes over the Grindelwald. I don't like how he looks. Oh, I'm into oh, it. Oh, I think he's funny. I like how he sh- shuffles. <laughs> well, you know, it like makes you think like, yeah, he is not going to die as long as he drinks this elixir, but that doesn't mean he's not going to age. Yeah. I don't like it. I'm into it. I'm into it. A I lot. like it. I'm like really it a lot. not into it. I think it, it makes sense. Um, so wood, wood nymphs, <laughs> wood nymphs are small nature loving creatures who may be related to fairies or pixies. Do you think we'll get to see hey, Nicholas Wilde's wife in the next one? I hope Parano. so. Parano. You would know her name. I just read it. What's her name? Mm, mm, that's, that's not, not her name. name. <laughs> mm, mm. Yeah. I'm um, hoping. So the next scene after <laughs> floor. God, but is, if he's like that old in that year, good Lord. What does he's, Jacob say? He's like 650 or something when he dies. You don't or look a something. day over 300. I know, but you like... You look a day over 300. <laughs> that was so long ago, and now I'm thinking of him like when he's still alive. When like Harry's, Sorcerer Stone? It's only yeah. like 50 years, 60 years. Dude, think That's of it. He was That's only, a lot of years, though, for no, your bod. He was only like 400 years after the start of Hogwarts. Oh kind of nice. <laughs> Math's hard, man. I can't believe when Harry was born. So he was 60, he's 60, 60 years from when we saw him roughly, a little less. You know what I mean? Sure. Or like 60 years roughly, a little more from when Harry heard about him. I'm just saying, like, if a handshake's hurting you then, whoo. Yeah, true. His skin like is transparent almost. Oh my gosh. Ew. Just saying. It's like those fish that you can see through. It probably crumbles. That's what I'm saying. It's like, gonna be like um, a coral situation. Yeah, you making a Voldy oh. bits. We don't know. Ugh, Voldy bits. I hate it. Voldy confetti. Um. So the next part is Hermione trying to teach Crumb how to say her name because she did this for me because I what did I call her Hermione? Yeah, a lot of people Hermione. pronounced her name wrong. So Joe put this scene into the books Smart. to teach us all how to say Hermione. Hermione. Hermione said slowly and clearly. I love her. Hermoninny. And then she just says, close enough. And I just wanted to point out here, can we notice Harry's lack of conversation here with Pravardi? That Mm. entire time he's paying attention to all the other conversations going around, going on around him, Mm -hmm. has not said a word to Pravardi. That's what I'm saying. Like, he was not very nice in a different way. Correct. But also, I like that Hermione is a little smitten kitten. She Ooh. is, but you know what? Rightfully so. Yeah. You do you, boo. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. You go on that date. Mm-hmm. You kiss that boy if you want. Mm-hmm. Crummy to crum crum. I'll have to ask her how a date is. Did they uh, snog this evening? Uh, I think they probably did. On the dance floor? I wonder if... Well, I'm she get a get taste of it. that Bulgarian bonbon? Oh, yeah. God! <laughs> okay. What? <They're> snogging? <laughs> they snogging. They see me snogging. It's crumb. <laughs> Got his kitten and I'm with her money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I like too, like in Deathly Hallows, how he's like, oh, are they together? Like, yeah. I, I like that scene. And yeah. then uh, they aren't. But I mean, Harry's like, yeah, basically. Do you think he was of. like still like schmitten Russian? With For her. Because sure. one, she's still a beautiful lady. Two, Correct. she's smart. 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 And three, he knows that she's a good catch. She's like perfect. Well, that's a lie because nobody's perfect except for me, which is also a lie. But nobody's perfect. Isn't that she's like, she's my kind of perfect. Uh, but yeah, he knows that she's a catch, even all those years later. 
She what is. is the point of being an international Quidditch star if all the good ladies are taken? I don't know. That beginning is quote. I don't remember if that's the end of the that's quote. It's very close. Yeah. Close enough as her mind. He also say. wanted to date <laughs> Ginny enough. and Harry was like, no. She's got a big boyfriend. He jealous. He yeah, might beat you up. <laughs> she got a big boyfriend. Where your boyfriend at? Is he big? Is he tall? <laughs> Where your boyfriend at? Oh, you don't have a boyfriend. Can I have your number? Can I have, can can have your have number? number? <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. This is what happens when we record A, late, B, on coffee, C, Friday night. What I also like, because he's like, where's your boyfriend at? Is he giving you snacks? Is he big? Is he tall? Where's your boyfriend at? <laughs> that describes Marty to a T. Big, tall, getting me snacks. <laughs> Back of your head is ridiculous. Look, what's on? What's going on? Oh my gosh. People you know what time it is? It's, it's, it's time for bed. <laughs> no, it's time for our ads. Oh, AKA okay. attention. Swisher Dear time. Swishers. Makes me feel fine. Mm. That was nice. Here, Here we go. Adventure is out there. Yeah. Why would you settle for ordinary chain store coffee when you can have an adventure in every cup with <laughs> Expedition Roasters? Artisanal roasters of pop culture coffees. So now you can experience a little theme park magic every day at your home or your office or in your car, wherever you want. Each theme bag features custom artwork by a guest artist, and that makes it perfect for displaying it wherever you want to put it. So try one of their premium wizarding roasts like Book Smart Blueberry, Charming Chocolate Sherry, Cunning Caramel Crunch, or Big Hearted Butterscotch. All of their coffees are certified gluten and allergen-free, so start that coffee adventure today at ExpeditionRoasters.com. And don't forget to use the coupon code SWISHFLICK15. You can save 15% off your first purchase. Go brew that happy place. I brew my happy place on the regular. They also have teas, and I made Dude. the one that, um, I think it's second star to the right, Made that as an iced tea. Very delish. Ooh. They posted something on Twitter today. Something about making like popsicles. Oh, I saw Ooh. that. Yeah, with coffee. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I saw that. Expedition Roasters. We love you. So here we go. Coffee ice pops. Here's a cool treat for those warm sunny days. Cool down and caffeinate with these easy to make coffee ice pops. Read how at expeditionroasters.com slash blogs slash news slash coffee. <laughs> something coffee something go there but you can also go to their tweeter at uh expedition roast and they look really expedition good like, roasters.net oh you know what expedition they got com. well it's actually net it's Jack.com. I had you know is? Yeah. Yeah, you've done it like 30 million <laughs> times. Homeshawrunner.net. It's Jack.com. Shut. Homeshawrunner.net. It's Jack.com. I had cunning caramel crunch this morning. They used Route 66 to make these. Sometimes it's hard for me to like, like say book smart blueberry. I, I like the way I really you say it because you say blueberry. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd be like, book smart blueberry, chummy chocolate cherry. Cunning caramel crunch, a big hearted butterscotch. Here comes Fosbear. Hey, Pooch. Who's the poochiest of pooches? I'm Chloe. Hey, Meg. Hi, Pooch. What's Meg. that other little sponsor we got there? Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with what? a 30 day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash swish flick cast. Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. You can get all seven of the Harry Potter books, 
Fantastic Beast, Quidditch Through the Ages, and more. So just go over to audibletrial.com forward slash swishflickcast. Fun fact, I guess that some of them... Listen to your happy place, y'all. Um, some of the Harry Potter books, like not the um, original seven, but like I think Quidditch Throughout the Ages and maybe Fantastic Beasts have sound effects is what I heard. Ooh. Like I know yeah, the, and the Fantastic Beasts is do. narrated by um, Eddie Redman. I almost said Newt's Commander. Newt's and Commander. And then Quidditch Through the Ages is narrated by Andrew Lincoln from The Walking Dead. Rick Grimes. He's also in um, Love Actually. He yes. is. Coral. And then doesn't Natalie Dormer read one of them? Yeah, and The then, History of Magic. Yeah. Fun fact. And then uh, That's cool. the guy that played Dan, Dan Fogel. Fogler. Fogler. What else? I was going to call him uh, Jacob Kowalski, which is not his real name. <laughs> That's not his name. That's not his name. I'm diving into the yellow. Okay. No. You're prancing. We're prancing. Oh, we're prancing. Yeah. And dancing. They see me prancing. They hate it. Trying to catch me. Not reading my colors. So it's time for the champions to get up and dance. Yeah, it is. And poor what? Harry trips over his dress robes when Parvati's like, come on, it's time to go. And like, I get it because I'd be super nervous too. And that's mm. just something I would do. And he's careful to avoid anyone's eyes when he's out on the dance floor because here's Seamus and Dean who are waving at him and sniggering <laughs> <laughs> as any Gosh. good friends would do. I really like them. <laughs> yeah, they're funny. They make me laugh. Um, lucky for Harry... Parvati basically takes over. So she grabs his hands, puts one around, his, around her waist, holds the other one, and steers him around the dance floor. Good for you. Right? And he even admits, like, it's not as bad as it could have been. Because you're not leading. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he just has to, like, turn slowly with someone on the dance floor. And they're not out there very long by themselves. Soon a bunch of other people come out onto the dance floor. So there's Neville, who keeps trotting on poor Ginny's feet. Um, Dumbledore is waltzing with Madame Maxime. Hagrid, you jealous? Probably. And Judy was doing a two-step with Professor Sinistra, who was trying to avoid his wooden leg. I, I like see Sinatra every time I read that. I, I know, me too. I like in the um, movie how he's like, yeah, <laughs> kind of looks himself. like he's drunk and he's like, <laughs> you know, swaying. Yeah, drunk on polyjuice. All right, and this is not okay. Creepy Judy. He goes, nice socks, Potter, Moody growled as he passed, his magical eye staring through Harry's robes. (laughs) Oh, man. That's not funny. It's not okay. And immediately after that, Parvati goes, he is so creepy. I don't think that I should be allowed. But, like, let's take uh, a moment. But really, like, come on. Yeah, that's not that's not cool. Through his robes, but like, don't look at me. Don't look at me. Like, I wonder, can you stop? Can you stop? Yeah, stop certain like, things. Like, like, is it magical? You could like turn off go that to sleep part. Like a computer? can we see regular, please? Sleep mode. Sleep mode. I don't know. Anyway, everybody's like, ah, <laughs> creepy. So the weird sisters struck up another song, and it's faster, and everyone like wants to start actually dancing. And Harry's like, nah, I don't like this song. Let's sit down. And he drags her away to join Ron and Padma. And they pass Fred and Angelina along the way, who were, quote, dancing so exuberantly that people were around them were backing away in fear of injuries. Like, like I just picture them, Perfect. like, air guitaring and just, like, going nuts. Yes. Um, so Ron is staring daggers at Crumb and Hermione, who are nearby, Hi. completely ignoring Padma. A boy from Bobatons comes over and asks Parvati, like, hey, do you want to dance? And she's nice enough to ask Harry, do you mind? 
you know, because they're on a date there together. And Are he's they? like, what? Because he's not even paying attention because he's watching Cedric and Cho. And oh she's my like, gosh, never mind. These bye. gentlemen. I know. They're being terrible. Yeah. So Hermione comes over to say hi while Crumb is getting them drinks and Ron is being terrible. <laughs> terrible. So I'm going to read from the book. So Hermione says, it's hot, isn't it? Fanning herself with her hand. Victor's just gone to get us some drinks. Ron gave her a withering look. Victor, he said, hasn't he asked you to call him Vicky yet? <laughs> Icky Vicky. <laughs> Make you sicky. Hermione looked at him in surprise. What's up with you? She said. If you don't know, said Ron scathingly, I'm not going to tell you. Oh my God. Hermione stared at him. Then at he Harry, who turd. shrugged. Harry's just like, I don't know what's going on. Ron, Harry's what? just like, where's Cho? I know, right? <laughs> Cho? Hermione, just move a little to the left. Right. <laughs> Should I keep staring at her creepily? I'm going to borrow Moody's eye for that. Oh. Ron, what? <laughs> He's from Dormstrang, spat Ron. He's competing against Harry, against Hogwarts. You, your... Ron was obviously casting around for words strong enough to describe Hermione's crime. Fraterni- fraternizing with the enemy, that's what you're doing. Hermione's mouth fell open. Don't be so stupid, she said after a moment. The enemy, honestly. Who was the one who was all excited when he, when they saw him arrive? Who was the one who wanted his autograph? Who's got a model of him up in their dormitory? <laughs> <laughs> so Ron ignores that, this is, obviously. This is like epic, though. It's so good. I know. And then she's like, or Ron's like, all right, well... When did he ask you? When you were in the library? And Hermione's like, yeah, so what? And Ron's like, what were you trying to get him to join Spew? And I think this is really cute. She's like, no, if you really want to know, he said he'd been coming up to the library every day to try and talk to me, but he hadn't been able to pluck up the courage. So here's like an international Quidditch star celebrity who's scared to talk to Hermione. I think that's really cute. Katie, read what you wrote. I said, aw, crummy crumb crumb. (laughs) I just want to say in the movies, I like when he was, um, he said whatever to Hermione and she's like, she gets all off and she's like, what? Is that what you think? Or something? Yeah. I just love that, how she reacts to him. I'm like, oh, Hermione, you're perfect. She mm-hmm. does but you aren't perfect, but you're pretty close. So Ron continues to be terrible. He goes on to say that Crumb is just going out with Hermione because he's Karkaroff's student and that's how he's going to get closer to Harry, get inside information or even close enough to jinx him. And Hermione's like, he hasn't asked one single thing about Harry. So then Ron quickly changes track and says, well, then he's hoping that you'll help him figure out the egg. Um, And he also says, I suppose you've been putting your heads together during those cozy little library sessions. Dude, clearly you're jealous. Now (laughs) he's trying to hurt her. Mm -hmm. He's just doing whatever to get to her. She did. Like, I don't think Harry would even care that much. Because, like, how much did she help him? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Hermione's like, I would never... Like, I want Harry to win. Harry, don't you know that? And, you know, Harry's probably still just staring at Cho. Correct. Um, and I, I really hate this because Ron's just, like, coming up with every excuse as to, like, why Hermione cannot be desirable to somebody. He's just being mm-hmm. mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just so straight he's up being He's just, mm-hmm. like, being cruel. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think he knows it. Well, yeah. Yeah. So Hermione's like, uh, the whole point of this tournament is to get to know foreign wizards, to make friends with them. And Ron's like, nope, it's about winning. And Harry finally tries to step in. He's like, Ron, I really don't mind if she comes with Crumb. It's fine. But he ignores him and tells Hermione to go find Vicky. And she has enough and storms off. Padma has also had enough. And she's like, are you ever going to ask me to dance to Ron? And he's just like, no. So she goes and joins Pravati in the Bobaton Boy. At least he's honest in that sense. <laughs> I guess. 
Um, so to Harry's displeasure, Percy takes her empty seats <laughs> like this night could get any better, right? And we get a snippet again of Fred and George trying to talk to Bagman, although we still don't know why. And he blows them off again. And then comes in like straight up lies because Percy's like, oh, were my brothers bothering you? And he's like, oh, no, no. They were telling me about the fake wands and how I could help them with marketing. And I promised mm-hmm. to get them in touch with my contacts at Zonko's. He's a loser. Yeah, he is a loser. Mm-hmm. He really is. And Harry's like, oh, boy. Percy's going to run to Mrs. Weasley with that one because they're not supposed to be doing anything with Weasley Wizard Wheezes, but we know how that went. And Percy's being Percy, a.k.a. boring, and he's talking Bagman's <laughs> ear off about glorious Mr. Barty Crouch Sr. And he's like, oh, I'm sure Mr. Crouch will be up and about in no time, he said nope. importantly. But in the meantime, I'm more than willing to take up the slack. Of course, it's not all attending balls. <laughs> Get a life. that is his life so Harry and Ron peace out they head outside and they don't get very far before they you know hear their other favorite person's voice here comes Snape all right (laughs) give it give me this I'm ready let's do it what Snape's voice I can't do Snape's voice Yes, you can. I can't. Come on. Sarah doesn't. Don't you see what this <laughs> My daughter is asleep. <laughs> sounded like Umbridge. <laughs> so Snape's like, don't see what there is to fuss about, Igor. Uh, his voice sounded anxious, anxious and hushed. Anxious and hushed. As though keen not to be overheard. Mm-hmm. It's been, oh, I think that was Carcroft's voice who was like that. Because he says, it's been getting clearer yeah. and clearer for months. I'm becoming seriously concerned. I can't deny it. And Snape goes, then flee. And he's all curt. Yeah. Flee. I will make your excuses. I, however, am remaining at Hogwarts. Yeah. This gets an LOL, though, like to Snape. Because he's saying this while blasting rose bushes apart because everybody's making out in the bushes And there's outside. a cut scene that he... There's legitimately yeah. a scene where they do this. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, it's so funny. It should have mm-hmm. made it in. Yeah, I agree. So he takes away points from Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff. Naughty, naughty, Fawcett and Stebbins. You'll get caughty. And he spots Harry and Ron, and Ron's like, we're walking. Is that against the law? <laughs> and he's like, no, just get out of my way. I'm walking here. <laughs> so they're wondering, what has Cockroft so worried? And since when are him and Snape on first name terms? Well, you know, since they put on some, some masks. And, I uh, mean, did some gross. If you think about stuff. it, Harry, you know that Igor Cockroft is a Death Eater. So why would they be on first name basis? Sir, use your brain. Yeah, well, he just made her run away. So. Does he know yet that Harry Igor didn't. is a Death Eater? Yeah, they've talked about it because Sirius told him. Oh, that's right. That's right. There, I was thinking of the memory that he hasn't seen yet. You're right. And then side note, like Sarah said, that is a deleted scene on the film. Um, they're not caught in the bushes. bushes. They're caught in carriage, a carriage yeah. parked in the courtyard. Interesting. Like, Because if you think about book-wise, there's no need for a garage. Yeah. Well, it's a carriage yeah. set in Sarah language. And also, it's in the books like rage of kara there are horses out there or something or reindeer there's reindeer out there yeah um in the books it's been so long since i've seen this movie i haven't watched for remember that deleted scene but i don't remember the horses i was thinking no horses in the book be doing reindeer in the book oh i'm sorry do you think they just had like a fun little thing like take a reindeer sleigh ride oh that's cute i mean they do that like in central park not reindeer. i am adorable just saying but in a bunch of like the European book version of this, mm. they mixed up Fawcett and Stebbins with Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff because later on in like book six or something, they mention one of them in their proper house. So then they corrected it in the American version. Mm. But in the deleted scene, it's incorrect again. 
Hmm. That's cool. Fun facts. Fun facts. Behind the scenes. Okay, are we ready to hear about some more um, overheard conversations? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm into it because this is yeah, this is the kind of stuff that I'm most looking forward to. Like anything that's <laughs> what, <can> eavesdropping. <laughs> no, but eavesdropping. But more Voldemort type conversations, like anything that I can pull and relate to Seven. Really, like for a moment, makes I lost me happy. my book. Um, so we obviously know that he was listening to uh, Igor and Snapey Snape, and so. Uh, Ron sees Fleur with Davies out there, and so he doesn't want to, like, be near her because he's super embarrassed. Right. And, um, <laughs> and he's Harry, like, no, no. Harry kind of sees, like, this exit, and he's like, all right, let's go. Like, we can leave. And Ron's like, no. So he kind of pulls him closer, like, into the bushes, basically, like, into the shadows. What were they doing? Yeah. Davies wow. is probably having the time of his life. Um, and the way that he was looking at her earlier. They overhear Hagrid talking to Madame Maxime, um, and so basically, like once Ron pulls him more close, Harry being him Whoa. closer into the shadows, they're closer to Hagrid, so they can kind of hear uh, his conversation a little bit better. So we uh, hear that Hagrid is telling Maxime he knew what he um, he knew when he saw her, except I said say her that she was like him. Uh, and then he was like, "Was it your mother or father?" And she's like, "Uh, what are you talking about?" <sighs> and then he tells her it was his mom. And she was one of the last ones in Britain, and she left him, them, really, him and his father, when he was about three. So he's still not telling her what he's talking about. Right. He's like, you know, it's not in their nature to be maternal and, you know, all that other stuff. And so Maxime still, like, really hasn't said much, um, and she kind of has, like, a like an uncomfortable look. Like she's not, she doesn't like where this conversation is going. Mm. And like Harry feels super uncomfortable listening in because he's like, I know if I was in this situation, I wouldn't want someone listening into this, listening to my conversation. Yeah. Which is, I wouldn't call it foreshadowing because in the same, I guess kind of, because in the same paragraph you find out. Um, so he's trying to, instead of focusing on the conversation, which this is what I would have been doing. Cause I like to focus on people's conversation. Like I'm a good eavesdropper, which is kind of a bad thing, but that's how you find out good information. But he's trying to watch the beetle that was crawling on one of the reindeer outside. But obviously that didn't work. And I said, uh, what up, Rita? <laughs> we find out later. That's her. So uh, Hagrid then starts talking to Maxime about um, his dad and how his dad was heartbroken when she left. And then he goes, he was a tiny man. And by the time Haggard was six years old, he could lift him up and put him on the dresser when he annoyed him. <laughs> um, but his dad thought it was very funny. And then it's, it's, uh, he went on to say, unfortunately, he died shortly after he started school. And then Haggard was on his own after that. But um, fortunately for Haggard, he had Dumbledore, who was a lot of help to him and was very kind to him during this time. And so uh, then it even goes into the book saying how he like pulled out his little handkerchief. Because I'm like, he got a little teary-eyed because his uh, mom left him and then his dad died. And he had to blow his nose. could have given him his new tissue. Oh, yeah, <laughs> true. true. Unless it was <laughs> used. Um, and I said, poor dude, because I do feel bad for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. And then, so Maxime kind of like gets up like she's like wanting to make a nice exit before things got further into the conversation. But um, Haggard goes, he's never met another one before, and she wasn't pleased with that. And she's like, another what, precisely? And he's like, a half-giant, of course. 
Well, wrong thing Ooh. to say, my friend. Oh, Madam. So Maxine. she was not pleased in the least. And she basically says this. I'm not saying it in f- the f- with her little French accent, so I'm just going to read it. You it do says, it. how dare you? I have never been more insulted in my life. Half giant me, I have. I have big bones. So then she storms off, and then that leaves Haggard on the bench. So after a beat, he, you know, decides to get up, and then he goes into the direction of his hut, which is like sad times. And then Harry then's like, all right, come on, let's leave. But Ron doesn't move. And then he's like, Harry asks him, what's up? The sky. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Bad jokes, my friend. Bad jokes. Um, and then I wanted to read uh, what Ron has to say. Because Ron looked around at Harry. His expression was very serious indeed. Did you know, he whispered, about Hagrid being half giant? No, Harry said, shrugging. So what? He knew immediately from the look Ron was giving him that he was once again revealing his ignorance of the wizarding world. Brought up by the Dursleys, there were many things that wizards took for granted that were, uh, that were revelations to Harry. But these surprises had become fewer with each successive year. Now, however, he could tell that most wizards would not have said so what upon finding out one of their friends had been a giant, had a giantess for a mother. And then Ron's like, all right, I'll explain inside. So they go inside, um, and then it says, Fleur and Roger Davies had disappeared, probably into a more private clump of bushes, <laughs> which makes me giggle. And then you see P- Pavardi and Padma are now sitting at a distant table with a whole crowd of Bobatan's boys. And Hermione was finally enjoying herself again with I always Grum. forget that they have boy students with them. Yeah. the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Ron and Harry sat down at a table far removed from the dance floor. Um, And so he goes on to say, so Harry's like, all right, so what's the problem with giants? And Ron says, while they're there, he struggled for words, not very nice. And Harry's like, "Uh, who cares? There's nothing wrong with Hagrid. And Ron's like, I know there isn't, but blimey, no wonder he keeps it quiet. Ron said, shaking his head. I always thought he'd gotten to... (laughs) I always thought he'd got in the way of a bad engorgement charm when he was a kid or something. Didn't like to mention it, which makes me giggle. You think that they'd be able to fix it if that was actually the case. Mm. Um, and then he's like, but what's it matter if his mother was a giantess, said Harry. And Ron goes, well, no one who knows him will care because they'll know he's not dangerous. But Harry, they're just vicious giants. It's like Hagrid said, it's in their nature. They're like trolls. They just like killing. Everyone knows that. There aren't um, any left in Britain now, though. And then he's like, well, what happened to them? He goes, well, they were dying out anyways, and then loads of them got themselves killed by Aurors. They're supposed to be giants abroad, though. They hide out in mountains, mostly. And then (laughs) I like that Harry goes, I don't know who Maxine thinks she's kidding. If Hagrid's half-giant, she definitely is. Big boned... Big bones. The only thing that's got bigger bones than her is a dinosaur. (laughs) And it made me think of Tiffany because she likes dinosaurs. I do like dinosaurs. Um, And then I want to just read some things from the interwebs. So there is a page, because we talked about this before, giants um, on another episode. But obviously they're colossal creatures. This is from Pottermore. Colossal creatures, which can be extremely dangerous. Um, They're vicious or violent nature, known to remove heads when angered. And when I read this the first time, it reminded me of Chewbacca, who, if you anger him, he'll rip your arms off. (laughs) (laughs) They also have a behind-the-scenes 
and that's on Pottermore, and that usually talks about how they um, create things for the movies. And it says, the giants may have been computer-generated, but creating 20-foot-tall creatures and making them look realistic, like realistic beings with whom actors could in- interact was mo- no small task. Mm. I also can't read. I don't enjoy... Didn't look at the giant. Yeah. It says the films of the Harry Potter series showcased a large amount of creatures, none so large as the giants. Giants can reach up to 20 feet in height, only four feet taller than trolls, and only as proportionately higher intelligence. Hmm. Prior to the events of Order of the Phoenix, Voldemort is gathering his strength and supporters. Hagrid is set to parlay with giants. During his journey, we find his half-brother, Grop. We know we all have issues with how he looked. <clears throat> mm. um, and it says, in the Battle of Hogwarts Part 2, there was supposed to be some that was computer-generated, but the digital crew knew it would be beneficial to start the design process with live, film of live-action actors. Prosthetics were created to scale up features on the actors' faces. Actors of varying oversized proportions wore the prosthetic makeup along with loincloths and were filmed running on treadmills. Then these green screen <laughs> movements were imported into a digital format. The giant's faces were scaled up again and distorted to lessen their human features. The bottom half of the giant's legs were made broader to suggest a lower center of gravity, and some were given feet with elephant-like toes. The giant's costume design included belts of skulls and human teeth. I think that's pretty cool. And hairstyles that contained branches and leaves. See, I don't remember. Like, I know in Seven, giants were there in I the just, battle. But they're but not, I don't, like, prominent, you yeah. know? And, like, during the battle, it's so dark that, like, you don't see the details. Yeah, I was like, I don't even remember them in the movie, but also I don't tend to watch part two because I don't I like it. It's sad. Yeah. Um, and then there's also um, one of my favorite, because I have the art of Harry Potter. One of my favorite pictures from that book is they have artwork that's um, a young Dumbledore. Not a young Dumbledore, because that's not who we're talking about. A young Hagrid. Mm. And they also have the picture on um, Pottermore. So I will put that in the doc so you all can see it. Um, and then I wanted to kind of look up um, famous giants. So there's on Mental Floss, 10 mythical giants from around the world. So the first one is Atlas, and that's the giant who holds up the sky, and that's with Greek mythology, which I thought was cool. I'm not going to go too into these because we don't got time. And then Baylor, one-eyed god of death, and that's in Irish mythology. He was the king. It's cool. He was like, much like Cyclops, was a one-eyed giant. I like that. Then there's a drunken Norse giant, and I don't know if I can say his name. Okay. Run, Rungerd, H-R-U-N-G-N-I-R. One of the biggest and baddest in Norse legends. And one day Odin, who's the leader of the, um, the Norse gods of Asgard, challenged him to a horse race. Cool. That's cool. Uh, then the heathen giants, there's gentle, J-E-N-T-I-L. That's like of the Besky, I'm so saying that wrong, region of France and Spain, said to represent the pagans who inhibited uh, the island before Christianity. Then we all know Goliath. That's the biblical giant defeated by David. There's a, another one-eyed cyclops, Polyphemus. That's in Greek mythology. There's lots of giants. Of Greek mythology. There's an Oni, which is a Japanese giant demon. Mm. That's scary. Oni are often hideous giants in demon form. Ooh. They're depicted looking fearsome with red or blue skin. 
three Ooh. fingers and toes and gross grotesque horns. I feel like I've heard of um, Oni before. Me too. Yeah. Same. But from what though? I, I don't, don't know. know. Uh, something. Obviously. <laughs> okay. Then there's uh, Gog Mag Magogo Og, the last British giant. Um, Sounds like Grot. Yeah. Says the source of that information comes from the Welshman Joffrey of Monmouth. Joffrey. Don't yeah. say that name. Game wow. of chairs. <laughs> then there's another one which I will not be able to say. It's a Hindu epic from, um, and it's like Kumbakarina. Yeah, it's a giant appetite, which that's Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> Just call it Tiffany. And there's Orion and left his mark in the stars. Orion was a giant. Yeah. Greek giant Orion. Yeah, that we, I, I think they mentioned that when we did that astronomy thing at the Natural mm-hmm. History Museum. It says, in one version, he's an egotistical hunter who brags that he can kill any beast alive. On hearing of his boast, a tiny scorpion stings Orion and he falls down dead. Bye. In another one, he's um, left blind after he tried to take Merope as his wife against the will of her father. To regain his sight, um, Vulcan bid his friend Cadellan? Oh, to sit on Orion's shoulders and lead him towards the east where the sun god dwelled. And then as the sun rose, Orion's sight was restored by the beams. That's really cool if you care about that stuff. I find that stuff interesting. It's neat. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> I said those two lame spent the rest of their ball, of the ball, um, sitting alone talking about the giants. And the weird sisters, they stopped playing the music right around midnight. And then... Um, I think everyone was a little sad to be done, but Harry was perfectly happy to be going to bed. And then they saw Hermione saying goodnight to Victor, and they gave, she gave Ron a very cold look, and she kind of brushed past him to go to the common room. Good for you. Um, but I want to talk about Ron. Obviously, we can tell he's a little prejudiced. And so I try to like look up stuff um, about him and his issues. He doesn't have a tissue to fix them like Harry does. So Bustle has an article that's like 10 lessons we all learned from Ron Weasley. And um, some of them are like, you don't have to be the center of attention to succeed. Family loyalty is important. Treat your friends like family. And then the um, one I'm going to talk about is you can overcome prejudice. And it's just a short paragraph. And it says, since Ron grew up in the wizarding world, he holds certain prejudices that Harry and Hermione don't share. For example, he believes that house elves should be made to do housework or household work without pay. However, he's proof that just because you once believed something doesn't mean you can't learn and change the way you think. Throughout this series, Ron becomes more accepting and respectful of others, which ultimately leads him and her to him and Hermione's first kiss. Ah, which is true. Um, I think that he's a good representation of like someone who, um, is a little bit ignorant to other people's perspectives. And once he's like, gets to see, how, you know, other, you know, gets to see the things from other ways. And he's like, okay, that's not right. Yeah. Um, other things in this article is like, it's okay to have flaws. Everyone has them. Book smart are not the only form of intelligence. True. Being remarkable can't be replace being good. Be brave even when the going gets tough. And it's good to express your emotions, even though it might be the size of a teaspoon. <laughs> Range of a teaspoon. Mine is. And it says you can always come back. Oh, I like that one too. Um, but yes, I, that's a, a lesson that I think it takes him a while to learn. Um, and I think that Harry and Hermione are good at helping him realize he doesn't always believe in the correct, th- not correct, but like, you know, sees, sees how he might be wrong in what he's thinking, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
So Harry and Ron are like going back to their rooms, you know. So halfway up the stairs, Cedric stops Harry, and Harry notices that Cho is waiting for him at the bottom. Ron was still with Harry, and then Cedric basically waits till Ron left. And then he says, Listen, I owe you for telling me about the dragons. Do you know that golden egg? Does yours wail when you open it? And then, uh, like I said in the summary, <laughs> Cedric must have thought Harry smelled from all that non-dancing and brooding <laughs> over Cho not being his date. Because he tells him, take a bath, okay? Take a bath and uh, take the egg with you. And uh, just small things over in hot water. It'll help you think. Trust me. <laughs> so he basically also tells Harry, he's like, you know what? Use the prefect's bathroom. It's behind the statue of Boris the Bewildered. And the password is Pine Fresh. And I said, I wonder if Pine Cell sponsored this bathroom. <laughs> Sponsor us, Pinesell. So Harry walks back to the common room and he's like, huh, that's an odd conversation that I just had with Cedric. And he's like, hmm, was he pulling my leg? Does he really just want to chuckle at me with the show being like, he asked me to the dance and I said no. And you made him go take a bath with the nag. (laughs) (laughs) There is this thing I saw on the internet where someone, it was like two truths and a lie or something. And they were, they were like famous people and I forget who it was, but they said that, um, Oh, you know what it was? Oh, shoot. It's a show in England, and I forget what it's called. Um, and they had they said that, like, oh, I take a bath, like, with a raw egg in it. Like, I crack an egg in it, and you can tell, like, how good the bath is depending on how cooked the egg is. It wasn't true, but it was a funny thing. God, I wish I knew what it was called. I forget. I watched it all the time. Anyways, <laughs> the, <laughs> um, it's with... Roy, uh, someone, Rob Reiner, I think is his name. He's the host of it. And I wish I could remember the name of it. Um, so the fat lady and her friend V were snoozing hardcore. So we had to yell the password fairy lights. And for Americans that don't know, these are just like, you know, like Christmas lights. They call them fairy lights. Now everybody knows the password. Well, sorry. You know, the password of the prefix line, the line bathroom. The line. (laughs) Pine fresh. Pine fresh. And so they were irritated that he woke him up, and I was like, but, like, it's your Do job. Do your job, yo. Like, well, so sorry. You also know time. it's, like, you ball. People are coming back late. Face also, is a ball. what are Cedric and Cho doing? Why was she waiting for him? Go back to your common room. They're going to snog. So once inside the common room, Harry sees that Ron and Hermione were having a, quote from the book, blazing row. Ugh. They're 10 feet apart, and they're both very red in the face. It literally says, scarlet in the face. Marital spat. And so I'm going to read their little conversation, but I'm not going to yell because my niece is sleeping, and her mother would stab me if I woke her up. Ooh, these are all things that are true. <laughs> <laughs> says, well, if you don't like it, you know what the solution is, don't you, yelled Hermione. Her hair was coming down out of its elegant bun now, and her face was screwed up in anger. Oh, yeah, Ron yelled back. What's that? Next time there's a ball, ask me before someone else does, and that is a last resort. And I wrote in my book, Go Hermione. So Ron mouthed sound, soundlessly like a goldfish out of water as Hermione turned on Hold her on. heels, stormed up the girl's staircase to bed. Do the Ron face. <laughs> what I love, Hermione, love you. Perfect response. And I love yep. that she turned and left. You got the last word in. You go, girl. Mm-hmm. Hermione, yes. Yeah, this was good. This was good. We so this He deserved those words. Mm-hmm. So Ron turns to look at Harry. Well, he sputtered, looking thunderstruck. Well, well that just proves... 
completely missed the point. Harry didn't say anything. He liked being back on speaking terms with Ron too much to speak his mind right now. But he somehow thought that Hermione had gotten the point much better than Ron had. And I said, yes. But at the same time, Harry, you're friends with both of them. Correct. So you probably could have stuck up for Hermione a little bit. I'm, I agree. you know, Bravery. maybe it would have made her real or made him realize yeah. what dumb he was being. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was and wrong. I, Neville, he needs to be a Neville. You got to stand up to your friends too when you know that yes. they're not doing right. And I also think that um, I don't think Ron would have stopped talking to him. I think he just would have been like, ah, whatever. I need whatever. To go to bed. I'm going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> Is what you and you would have also said. Because <laughs> you are very much Ron and you are very much Ron. <laughs> Look at you. No, I feel like I'd be more of the Hermione in this situation. Like if I, you know what I mean? If we're dancing around the circle, I'd be like, just, you got to ask me. You know what I mean? I like that how that's verbatim in the movie too. It's not in the right setting, but she does. Tea say has words. been sipped. Statements have been made. <laughs> Hermione. Or Hermione. <laughs> I just called you Hermione. <laughs> Hermione. <laughs> Tiffany's flinging her wand at me. She's throwing spells. I'm just saying. Hermione very much reminds me of me in this book, if I'm being honest. I really like her in this book. You can be Hermione. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's the end of the chapter. Yeah, that was a... Um, but go Hermione. That was mm-hmm. a lot of so things. You're, how many years? We learned years? a lot this chapter. Three more years, right? Good. It takes for well, Ron to like... Well, really, I think Hermione makes the first move because she kisses him once he says S-P-E-W. Yeah, but in Hallows, they were like holding hands and stuff at Grimald Place. They were definitely, it was... They were vibing in private. Yeah, but they were vibing now, too. You know what I mean? But not like that. But like it didn't, nothing for me clicked until they smooched because of Spew. Spew made him smooch. I like smooch. (laughs) I like Spew. (laughs) <laughs> literally sick <laughs> fan story speaking of eggs are we not doing lightning any bolt lightning bolts oh. <laughs> questions I just scrolled past that uh, put that in oh is that the lightning bolt yeah they do fun sounds we should do the um, that's what it makes me think of oh the, the oh, saw the, the yeah. musical saw sure Insert musical saw. Do you want me to pull people from the sent, Twitter? Yeah, you do. We'll alternate because people sent a bunch in well, here too. Some of these on Twitter can be used for later on as well. Okay. okay. Um, Indubitably. Kelsey the Stars from Twitter says, who would you ask the ball and how would you do it? Give me some context. Does it have to be a It's character? the Yule Ball? No, no, I mean like... But does it have to be a Harry Potter character? Correct. Can it be like somebody in our personal I life? I don't know. She didn't specify. I would ask I'm Meg. asking you. And I, I, would have, I would have Teddy come with a little tag around his collar. I would have Iggy come with a little tag around his collar. Lame. Steal my idea. <laughs> huh. Lame for stealing. Get your own ball proposal. I would have Fozzie <laughs> come with a little tag around his collar. <laughs> <laughs> then I'd borrow Foz. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I would ask... Martinius Umali. The fact that you... <laughs> I don't know if we legitimately have a connection because I literally in my head was like, she'd ask Martinius and I'm not even lying. <laughs> I'm not even lying. <laughs> it's kind of scary. You're, you're crying. She's crying. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> my eyes are just It's because you're so in love with me. <laughs> 
Have you ever like love with talk to somebody and all of a sudden your eyes just start watering and you're like, what is wrong with me? Like, why am I just crying? That literally happens to me all the time. And I feel like an idiot at work because it'll be and when I'm asking somebody a serious question and then all of a sudden my eyes are watering and I'm like, they think that I'm crying. I don't get it. Honestly, it's never happened to me. <laughs> it hasn't? No. My eyes water all the time. Sorry. Like I'll look, I'll like ask one of my coworkers something stupid, like about the computers. And then all of a sudden I'm like, my eyes are watching. So I'm like asking her a question and I'm like, I just really care about technology. I just really care about technology. Megan cried over a laptop. It's really, (laughs) I cried over an iPod once, but that's because my dad was going to yell at me and then he did. It was brand new. iPod color like once they were discontinued and then it broke I literally had it for two weeks that sounds about right for you well I didn't break it my friend pushed me and I fell and it broke also sounds about right for you I saw my dad's angry face and that's scary Um, (laughs) scary Terry do we want another one well I'd ask Marty oh okay I mean yeah no (laughs) Sarah's going stag sure Who's Yule Kim asked this in the Discord chat? Whose Yule Ball outfit did you like the most? Can be book or movie version. I thought I guess I enjoy her. Hermione looked beautiful. Harry, I looked mean, she's great. just a beautiful lady. Yes. I love Harry in the Harry, movies. Well, I like the white with the black. Yeah, he, he looked looks, just simple. He looked dapper. Yes. He looked very dapper. He'd look better if he had a haircut. Mm-hmm. I can't do this with you every episode also, in this book. <laughs> I also really liked floors. Who's that? Floor. I'm trying to remember what she looked like. Yeah, I don't know. It was like blue again. I'm pretty sure it was like a blue, blue. silky she dress. Looks really good in blue. She just does. It just looks nice. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, also Cedric. He looked dapper. <gasps> and Cho. I, and like I said before, I really liked Pavardi's oh, Cho outfit. Cho looked really pretty as well. Yeah, I like Cho's. Okay. I mean, they all look nice. You know, when you get all dressed up, you look good. Except Ron. Aww. <laughs> Did Ron have no eyebrows at one point in this book? What? Yeah, he singed them off with um, okay. exploding snap. Jay Garza 1890 on Twitter asked, did Ron ask Fleur to the ball with no eyebrows? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> possible. Maybe, maybe that's why she didn't really answer him slash said no. <laughs> Completely possible. Um, okay. Do you th- also, do you think with Ron's comment to Herm... When he said that thing about, quote, all the good ones are gone, solidified her in saying yes to Crumb when he, when he asked. Um, I almost feel like she did it to shock him. Ron and Harry, I swear. And then she does like the. I think <laughs> that she had probably already. I agree. Said yes to him. Okay. I agree. Point. Because I think that like Hermione didn't go with him to like make anyone mad. Like she mm-hmm. went with she him just, because she genuinely she liked him, like. Yeah. She wanted to, and she enjoyed being in his company. Because, like, I don't yeah. think the first time they ever talked was at the ball. You know what I mean? I think, I think they hung out a little bit. Like, our, uh, this makes me sound like a turd. But like, growing up, like, you can, like, two boys at once, or two girls at once, or two whoever at once, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, flirty feelings or whatever. Um, I think if Ron would have asked her, she would have said yes. And Crumb asked her, and she said yes. Because mm-hmm. she had that kind of... I don't know if she would have been the type to say no. You know what I mean? Oh, I think she would. But, like, I don't know. I think she would. It makes me think of a Gilmore Girl thing. When Kirk asks Lorelai out, and she, like, lets him down pretty easily. I feel like if someone, like, Neville asked her out and she didn't want to go, or, and it doesn't have to be Neville, 
don't think she would let said yes. I to think, she, yeah, I do too. But like, she would have let them down easy if she didn't want to go. You know what I mean? I don't know. I feel like she's strong enough to say no. But um, I think in the like solidifying thing, I think it made her like her choice. I think mm-hmm. she was happier about it. Yeah. Bye. So it solidified it in that respect, at least for me, for sure. Um, Vinny asked, do you think Ron just realized now that he likes Hermione? Or has he known? Maybe this is a solidifying thing for him as well. <laughs> I think maybe he realizes that um, he might still be he's not the only it. one. You know what I mean? Like, there's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, she's always going to be She's not always going to be there. Mm-mm, I'm sorry. If you're taking too long, somebody might just... Snatch her right on up. Yep. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Can't can't wait forever. Life moves on. World keeps spinning. People keep drinking coffee. Here we go. And <laughs> sipping tea. <laughs> okay. Do we want another one from the tweeter? Yeah. Yeah. We'll just keep alternating. Gabrielle Tisda one. I think it's supposed to be like Tisdale, but Tisda one. What would you do if you heard Snape and Karkaroff whispering whisper? Oh, I'd I'd listen. You're a hundred percent listen, and then I go tell everybody. (laughs) This is how. This is how. Like, so I have a large family, and so there's a lot of gossip. And my mom doesn't tell me any because realistically, it's none of my business. But I also like to know. So um, I like to eavesdrop on conversations so I can be in. She's Rita Beetle, but like (laughs) in a nice way because I'm not trying to like gossip. Like I just want to find. I just want to be in the know. I don't necessarily want to spread it. You know what I mean? And I also wouldn't spread lies. Um, because I'm a very honest person. But would you spread truths? I'm not gonna like if you ask me flat out. I'm not gonna lie. Like that's the one thing. Like my mom knows that. Like if you say something to me, she's like, I. There now I'm better at it now. But when I was a kid, like I, you would tell me something and I would I didn't keep secrets. Um, but I, I'm very good, and I've learned from my mother. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very good at listening and picking up things. I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. So like, I'm good at like. Watching people and gathering the news like a beetle on the wall or the beetle on the reindeer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm going to be a beetle on the reindeer for some stuff for sure. And that's what's like aggravating when I'm not in a situation and some crazy stuff happens and I have my siblings who aren't as good at it as I am. And I'm like, you didn't get the good gossip. I'm like, you have to tell me what happened. They're like, oh, come on. So essentially you're gossip fiend, but you're trying but to deny it. This is what my grandmother would say because my grandmother, yes. listen to me and you would agree. Grandma Hagen, I cannot express to you how much I loved this woman. I mean, I still do, but she's passed now. She was the world's biggest gossip. Yeah. But the, <laughs> the way that she would, like, spin it to be like, I'm not a gossip. She's like, I just like to know everything so I can pray for people. Come oh, on. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> she's yelling at you right now. She's probably throwing her head back and laughing. Probably. She but I just true. like to be in the know. You know what I mean? So I can... Sure. Yeah. Almost be Switzerland, but like have all of the all of the information. You need all the info. Yes. Yeah. You need to beetle that. Yeah. Beetle on the reindeer that. Yeah. Okay. Is it your turn or my turn? Because I've got some great ones on the tweeter. Isaiah. What up? <gasps> what musician would you want to come to Hogwarts? I know Megan wants Taylor Swift. You're correct. Blink 182. <gasps> Ooh, that would be That good. would be so fun. Trying to think of like who. Good Charlotte. Mm-hmm. So I, I wouldn't hate it. Mm-hmm. I would hate it. I would dance to that. Trying to think, <laughs> Ed Sheeran, no Charlie. He's too much of a like. But you could like get down with like sing or don't. 
but like most of his songs aren't. I mean, I, I can say that. Like, good few. His new song I enjoy very much. Beyonce. I just heard it for the first time today, and I was like, whoa, whoa, well, it what? Just it just came out today. Out today. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. So let's just say, move over, T Swift. My man, Charlie Weasley, has a new song out, and I yeah, enjoy well. it. With JB. Um, in sync. Yes. Ooh. Um. Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys. Spice here. Girls. Um. You can Spice leave. Girls the door sure. is right there. Spice How girls. dare you say that in my home? I Not that I don't Did I ever tell them. you the story about how my mom cleaned teeth for somebody who was one of their dancers and he got me Justin Timberlake's autograph, even though my mom asked me who I wanted and I said that I wanted JC, but she relayed the message as JT <laughs> and then I got Justin Timberlake's autograph and I was so upset about it. I ripped it up and threw it away. You <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany's face. Also, a fun fact that my favorite band you could have like Lance. been best friends with him. You know, I was the Backstreet Boys. God, girl. you're a no. fool. You're a fool. <laughs> in sync for life. Oh my god. Back in the day, where you had to like order <gasps> CDs from magazines. Oh yeah. You could get like a almost like a Disney movie rewards, but like CDs or whatever. So you'd pick out like ten. My mom got in sync in the mail, and like we were a BSB household. And for a minute, I I was I felt pretty. Like my mom was a traitor for a second, oh my God. but then I got over. Did you it. feel dirty listening to it? Dirty pop. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard? There's a new, not Potter related. There's a boy band, the boy band Con, which is on YouTube. It's a documentary all about like how they both mm. got screwed over. Like, I and need, other people. I really and need so to watch that. You know how that. there's like a huge rivalry between Backstreet Boys and Insane. It was created so Lou by that Perlman dude, right? created it. They he yeah. both told both groups that like they hate you and they're saying all this stuff oh. and they had no idea and they finally met like. They were like they were both living in Germany or something, and they like Matt. They're like we've been hearing like we heard thought you were, and like they were like oh no, and that's how they kind of realized while they were going through like all these proceedings to like sue Lou Lou. Um, and I haven't watched it yet, but I want to watch it so bad. That sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah, what's it called? The boy band con. And when I first it. saw it, I'm like, is that like a boy band convention that like Lance Bass <laughs> is doing? No, it's a documentary that he, that Lance like, Bass is doing. <laughs> like I literally thought that's what it was. Oh my god. Okay. This comes from at Wizard Me Wizards Meme. Um, if you would attend the Yule Ball, which type of person would you be? Dancing, sitting in a corner, very dressed up. Mm. Snack bar. Snacks. I would not be dressed up because that's not my I would type be, of person. Which is a lie. I would a thousand percent be dressed up. I yeah. would be dressed up. I would be dressed up. Um I'd be dancing. dancing I'd be sweating. Snacking. I would be shoeless. For, for, oh, how, for sure. It's always how I ended up at dances. For sure, shoeless. One wedding in my entire life, and I've been to quite a few. One have I worn my shoes the entire time and danced. I wore my shoes the entire time at my wedding only yeah, because they were flats. Fantastic sandal flats. <laughs> Loved it. Yeah. They were jeweled. Yeah. I took Mar- the ones for Megan and Katie's wedding. I took those suckers off as soon as I could. They were very high because they made me buy blush pink shoes. Um, they, well, they were adorable. <laughs> Just saying. I don't know what I did at your wedding. I was making out with some kind of... <laughs> Our knight in shining oh, armor. Right. I, was like, I literally Sir paused. Kadogan. I was like, who, who are you making out with? Because Marty wasn't there. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I had we a had a knight in our Sir photo Kadogan. booth. Night well, he wasn't armor. originally in the photo booth. He somehow, by the end of the night, wound yeah, up in the photo booth, there? though. I think our friend Kelly brought him in there. Mm. Our friend <laughs> that Kelly was from some... Australia. Shout out to Australians. Always causing some trubs. I <laughs> went in that photo booth probably like 30 million times. 
We know we have the documentation. I have all Hold on, that. just reading from the chat. I've I've seen Ed Sheeran live four times. Wait, one, two, I've only three, seen him live four, once. four to five mm-hmm. times. I love seeing him live. I just he's not music I'm going to dance to. If that Oops. makes any sense, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's music you're going to sing I, to. Yeah, and... I'm like that annoying person that like you don't no want to go see anything musical with me because I'll sing. And I literally, he's him and Adele are my two favorite artists. Neither one of them. To me, I wouldn't dance to either one of those music. Slow dance. But not like, let me get jiggy with it. Na, 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 na. <laughs> Chat question. Go. Oh, wait, no. It's your turn. Wait, right? No. She just read. Oh, oh okay. Sorry. I thought we were talking about I have a band. I have so. a bunch. We can fire through these. We got to fire through these pretty quick. Do you think that Hermione knows that Harry's ancestors created the Sleek Easy Hair Potion? I thought about this. Yeah, no. but wouldn't she have said something? I don't think he knows. I don't think that she would have said something because oh. I think that she knows that he doesn't care. Do you think that she knows <laughs> that he doesn't know that he doesn't know that he doesn't know? Yeah, but like, I wonder sure. if that would not upset him, but I wonder if that would make him feel a little weird that like she knows more about his family than he does, you know? Maybe that's why she didn't Maybe say Maybe he should yeah. read books. Reading is hard. True. It's, nothing is hard for Harry. Let's uh-huh. be real. Okay, so when Harry was talking to Percy, what do you think? Do you think that Percy said too much about what has been happening at the ministry after he said that he was promoted when Harry asked him why Barty Crouch Sr. didn't come to the ball? So basically, do you think... Do you think he opened his mouth a little too much? Correct. Oh, yeah. I think he has that tendency to... um, What's the word I'm looking for? I think he wanted to just make sure people knew that he got a promotion. So he was going to say what was happening, right? Yeah, yeah. He like he's the kind of person that doesn't wait for you to ask. Like he's like just like. Here's oh, the information. by the way, have I told you I got promoted? You know what I mean? Yeah. I wanted your head to go the other way and say something else, but it never happened. I'm Percy Weasley. I'm like basically the best. <laughs> That's Ernie Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have another one, Megan? Yeah. Okay. <sighs> That's a bell, not a mouse. Yep, 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 yep. Why do you think Hermione in the movie yelled at Harry? He hadn't done anything. Because she was frustrated. I think it was just her emotions were high. Yeah. And it didn't matter who walked up to her. She was blowing. Where have you been? And Harry's like, oh. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) that. Okay. Because she had to mom someone. She was just angry. I tend to mom from time to time. Okay. Um, Okay. I'm just going to read all these letters. It's Michelle, but it's at L-O-T-R-H-P-F-R-K. This is on the Twitter. So, oh, and I'm going gonna, gonna to change this. Is that Lord of the Rings? Lord yeah. of the Rings. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like I did Lord of the Rings, wrong? Harry Potter freak? Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Look at you people telling me letters. <laughs> you got you. You're just a little bit older than us, so that's probably like why so you don't much understand. Older. I'm so old right now. <laughs> oh my god this is not information hurry up i gotta read but michelle's you and i thing. are the oldest and these two are the youngest and we sit across and it means nothing it really genuinely means it just, nothing it's like a pattern and i enjoy patterns a you lot. like it's an a b b a pattern it's that's what abo p p o abo abo if you go this way it's poop i technically i just prefer like poop <laughs> i prefer poop to abo Depends on the day. <laughs> it, or it could be, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Whoop! 
<laughs> One of these needs to be the episode title. <laughs> or poo. <laughs> po po. Po po po. Up up. Up up. Does anybody know we what we're talking way about? Too tired. Discord, do you even know what Probably we're saying? My bladder is full. Minus two. Okay, <laughs> let's move along here. Do you have any more, or should I roll through these last ones? I have one more. Do it to it. When do you think Hermione started to like Ron? Hopefully not this chapter. I, it's, there's a lot of people that theorize that she started really liking him um, when he sacrificed himself in Sorcerer's Stone. Ooh, yeah. Okay. I think why she's so angry at him in this book is because she probably she feels like something has been blossoming, and mm-hmm. she kind of maybe thought that he would, and then he totally like I'm down did a with that. That's Hermione, my head it sucks. I feel you, girl. <laughs> you also never ask. I never asked the question. Correct. <laughs> I never asked Michelle's question. <laughs> oh, oh my yeah. god. <laughs> oh yeah. That's why I was like, oh, okay, okay. I guess we're not going to ask her question. So right I'm gonna. Um, I'm going to limit this one. So it says, say the Yule Ball is like a Hollywood party and say they had goodie bags. What would be included in the bags? Give me one thing in the Wizarding World that would be included in your like VIP. Slicky Z's hair potion. <laughs> like a, oh a Wizarding God. World thing? Yeah. Dung bombs. Why? Because that's funny. No, but it needs to. They're like they're like fancy gifts. They give like iPads and stuff. That just shows you how fancy Meg is. I'm gonna give you some pile of poop. Those hard masks that like have light spewing out of them for your face. Yeah, like these are the kinds of things like they give like with the teeth. teeth Yeah, I've seen um, Chris Pratt have those. He's like just right (laughs) now. Like they give ridiculous goodie bags. Fun out. fact: I asked Marty if he would do a face mask with me, a green one, so he could pretend to be Hulk, and he told me no. <laughs> it's probably good for his skin, Martin. That's what I said. He did a Bure nose strip one time, long time ago. He's like, I just wanted to see what it would do. I was like, <laughs> You want to do it again? No. I looked into the no. cabinet when we moved in with uh, Chris, and he had Bure strips in the cabinet. Blackheads. Uh, everybody has them. So. Yeah. It just made me laugh. I was like, oh, okay. What if a true Hollywood party had like a fireball? That'd be Whoa. Dude. This is what I'm telling you. They do ridiculous gifts. Like some people look okay. around, like iPads and stuff. So fireball. Dragon hide gloves. Fireball. Ooh, oh, dragon weird sister's ornament. Fireball. A oh, weird sister's Hope ornament. I don't die. <laughs> what, do, what do I think? Um, I don't know. I don't either. God, this is a good question though. A brand new car. It's a very creative question, Michelle. A fam bus. A sack of galleons. Just money. money. Here's some cash. How about for Florian? Ooh, I know. No melt ice How about cream? some gold gold cauldron? Ooh. Or gold scales. Gold Ooh. scales. Yeah. Dragon hide gloves. Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that. Hello, this is Michael Scott. Yeah, welcome sorry. to the office. <laughs> sorry. Um, I'm going to go again. Besides T-Swift. Since this is Michelle again. Who would you guys... Be excited to hear play at the ball. We kind of did this before. I I really don't care. Like if Ed Sheeran came and Charlie slash Charlie Weasley, like I genuinely obviously love his music. He's my one to two, him and Adele. But I don't want Adele listening because she, most of her songs. Frank Sinatra. Do you stand Ed Sheeran? Little Rat Pack action. I stand. Give me some Sammy Davis Jr. Some Dean Martin. I still really don't understand how to use that word, but I pretend like I know how to. What word? I stand Taylor Swift. She's the bop. What does that mean? What? It's like Don't she's my me, like. Man. Wait, it's like she's my. Did you say I stand Taylor Swift? She's the bop. Yeah, that's a new word. Instead of like that's what? my jam, 
That's the bop. Who says that? That's the bop. Who said that? I don't know. I I just heard it. I'm trying to not be old. I'm probably sound really old saying it. (laughs) Discord, help me. Is bop a thing? Do you guys know what Stan means? No. It's like this one's hard. Sh- to you're getting passionate. Quiet down. It's really hard to uh, it, like. Okay, I feel so old. You say whenever it's a I think bop. About the what does that stand. mean? Bop. It's like yeah, that's a jam. No, you say jam. That's my it's jam. A bop. You say it's. You a say bop. it's a bop. I'm not saying that. Me is a bop. Oh my god, that's what my little sister would say. No, god. it's a song. No, but Stan is like, is like um, that's your like one true thing. Like I like, like an OT. So, like it like it like an OG. So. So Katie's not your stan? No, Kate, Katie is my stan. You just said Taylor Swift was your but stan. But Taylor Swift like, is you, also my stan because she's an artist. She's like my stan had, artist. What if you had a stan that was a stan? So your stan's a stan. Yeah. What if I had an actual stan? That's what I'm saying. Katie my is, stan is Googling a stan. definition of stan. Stan. <laughs> Do the letters an mean overzealous things? or obsessive fan of a particular celebrity. So it's very <laughs> okay, specific I'm a stan to of a myself. celebrity. It literally so my, is. Me is my stan. I'm really not People a stan of anything, though. People also use it, though, as You're like. a stan of Adele. Like I love Adele and I love it. The song All Too Well. Yeah. The best song. Yeah. I stan all too well. That's what you would say. Like, oh, that's yeah, the Eminem song. It makes me think of Eminem. <laughs> Isn't it weird? I don't like it. It's weird. What is oh what is God. in that movie where it's like stop trying oh fetch. Stop trying to make oh, fetch a thing. Why? Stop trying to make stan a thing. It's so fast. Stop trying to make Bob yeah, I'm not gonna say any of that. I was like, I Come quit. on, stan. Stan something. You stan Harry Potter. You stand Dumbledore, you stand. actually. You stand Marty. That's my man. That's my man. Right, we got to end this. I stand guys. Remus Lupin. Sarah's going to mm-hmm. pee her pants mm-hmm. over there. I just Bozzie's feel so awake. old. Bozzie's awake. I hit 29. I don't understand the English language anymore. <laughs> well, guys, I'm going to be 29 when this episode comes out. I'm not for a while. My Less birthday. than six months, sweetheart. Okay. Go right. away. My birthday <laughs> six days. From actually today, tomorrow, it'll be five out. months. Exactly, that's, that's great. Not from when this episode here. Let me ask another question. You're yeah, is this the last one? <laughs> no. Okay. We got to roll through these fast. Guys, keep talking. Just do a couple. Okay. What color of robes would you have worn? Go. Black. 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 Lame. I mean, if anything, I'd wear blue. Blue or red? Donkey. Probably red. I look really Stop. good in red. Blue also brings out the she color of my eyeballs. Colors. We want me to. <laughs> It's a reflex. That belt on your throat. Roy G. Biff. Tiffany would wear vomit green. No, I wore um, shirts. I wore navy blue. I'd wear green Ooh. for a dance, and I looked really Ooh, nice. You know what? I think so. maroon would look nice on you. I was you. just thinking Thank of red. You. Thank you. Lady I could do like a dark green. Sport my Slytherin roots. E. Dewey1065 says, What Harry Potter character would you go with? Remus Lupin. Okay. In their year? Probably Neville. I bet you he'd have the most Dude, fun. Neville would be he a did. lot of fun. Dean. Yeah, Neville, Dean, or Seamus would be my top three. But if I didn't have oh, to pick from what? that time period, with, it would be Remus. I'd go with Fred. I was going to say Fred. Or George. Ooh, Definitely yeah, Dean. They would be fun. Especially <laughs> Dean whenever he gets a little bit older. He's really hot. He's okay. a good looking bro. Like legit, grosser, huh? grosser. Andrew Hill, we kind of answered your uh, question about music requests, but I just want to give you a shout. Um, Jughead Jones, Lauren <laughs> Massapolo. 
on Twitter. Do you think Ron was a little too harsh with Hermione about Victor yep. being her a date? A thousand percent. Oh, no. yeah. All right, there is a lot part. of too harsh. Or do you think that's something you would have done at that age? Uh, no. I mean, I would have gotten mad, and I would have probably been a jerk. Straight up. I, I'm, like I just that, think I would have been though. like Hermione in that situation. You could have asked me. I would have. I, I don't get like outright like that. I'm not going to go like verbally attacking someone, no. but I would have been jelly and mad and. I am very good probably at being that if petty if person. I was Ron. Yeah, but at the same time, like, are you going to say sonorous? I don't know. <laughs> It'd be like obliviate my bladder. Okay, let's keep going. <laughs> Forget your fool. <laughs> or like Gorgio to like make more room. Do you think Ron would have the same person, uh, Jughead Jones? Do you think Ron would have ad- acted differently wearing something else? He felt less embarrassed in maybe a um, little. I think yeah. he was he was deep. he was dreading that ball from jump. Yeah, so have gone Starkers like he said. I mean, Starkers or not. Um, this is from Michelle again. Why do you think there weren't more students trying to be Harry's friends? Why don't you think Fleur went after Harry? I don't think she. She w- thought he was like a little she's, boy. Yeah, yeah he's a little say, boy to her. Said. Um, and trying to be Harry's friends. I don't know. I feel like the students at Hogwarts have like a love hate relationship with Harry. I agree. So like, true. When he's winning their Quidditch matches and you know saving their lives, they like him. But when he's losing them points for getting into mischief and whatnot, they're they're pretty annoyed. So. I I also think they're kind of used to him now. Yeah. Cool input. (laughs) (laughs) He's lame old Harry. Okay, this one's a little uh, (laughs) non-chapter related, but is funny all the same. Andy Pagani? Andy Pagani? I'm sorry, Andy. You're on the Twitter. What is your least popular Harry Potter opinion? Mine is that Dobby is annoying. That Tiffany talks about it. (laughs) That's true. Um, I mean, I find Dobby annoying as well. He doesn't. He doesn't bother me. Bother me, but unpopular Harry Potter opinion. I mean, I don't think it should be an unpopular opinion, but I guess most people think that about their unpopular opinions. But um, cursed child is canon. (laughs) I that's probably mine as well. Yeah, I'm down with that. And there ain't nothing you can tell me to think another way. Well, I mean, she was involved, and if she says it is, it is. So. Um, I don't know. I like Harry Potter. That's like, honestly, I think that that's really my only like quote unpopular. I don't opinion. think I have one because I'm the kind of fan that's like. Yours would probably that, be that Cursed Child's canon. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Because apparently it's unpopular. <laughs> well, it wasn't. It was with us. But we were, you know, strong enough to admit that. Let's go ahead and move on. That was a long lightning bolt round. Give me the fiend. That was Sorry. an intense storm. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> oh, lightning. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, I get it. I get All it. Right. I get it. I'm going to hold my wand every time. So this story this week comes from Nadia Jokinen. Thank you for telling me how to pronounce your name. I hope I did it so much justice. Clutch. My house at Hogwarts is Hufflepuff, and my Ilvermorny house is Puckwudgie. My wand is Ashwood with a unicorn hair core, 10 inches, and quite bendy flexibility. My Patronus is a ragdoll cat. What? Which, after reading about them, I just friggin' love. My Potter story begins with me not knowing what Harry Potter was. No one at my school was reading it yet, and then all of a sudden, for my ninth birthday, I get Chamber of Secrets. My mom told told me that that was the second one, so I didn't even pick it up. 
I was furious that someone didn't think I needed the first one first. Yeah, I can get that. Mm -hmm. Then my mom bought the first one and started reading it to us kids. I remember every night that summer vacation, my mom would read a couple of chapters to us kids as a bedtime story. At this point, I was hooked. I was begging her to read more and more every night, and I can't remember how many times I got in trouble for reading ahead of the others. Then a year later, my parents divorced, and the Harry Potter books became my sanctuary. I read nothing else. Life went on, and the Harry Potter books continued to come out, but not fast enough for me. Then a month before my 15th birthday, my dad died in a motorcycle accident. <sighs> Deathly Hallows was just about to come out, and to my surprise and heartache, my dad had pre-ordered it, and it came a couple weeks after his death to my doorstep. Aww. My daddy didn't understand my obsession, nor did he think I, would be, I should be reading so much. I should be playing outside. And here it was. He bought it for me, and I couldn't read it. I wouldn't read it. My dad's last gift to me, and it came after he died. Then, then about a year after he had gone, after much encouragement from my mama, sitting outside on the back porch, I read the last Harry Potter book, cover to cover, in tears. Harry Potter is more than a book you read to keep yourself entertained. It's a book where many of my morals and values come from. It shaped me from the time I was nine years old to now. Now I do read other books, but every summer I always go back to my sanctuary. It keeps me grounded and loved. Remembering how my mom read them to us as kids, and even though my dad didn't understand the Harry Potter books, he bought the last one for me. I found your podcast by accident. I listened to your first one. You guys already had like 15 at that point, and I couldn't help myself. I listened to the Harry Potter audiobooks by Stephen Fry, and then I listened to the corresponding podcast episode. Your podcast just lights up my day. Most of my family and friends think I'm a Harry Potter freak and don't understand my love for it. They call it my obsession. She stands it. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you look at me when you say that. Especially now that I got my puff tattoo. Yes. Oh, nice. wait. Do we have a picture of it? I don't no. think she attaches, so send us a picture. Please. But I don't care. Keep making that podcast because to me, you're doing the best work in the world. Aww. Thanks for being interested in all our Potter stories and for welcoming welcoming me home every podcast. Don't let the muggles get you down. Ooh. Aww. Thank, Thank you, you so much. That Nadia, that's like... That's a moving story. Yeah. That's a crazy story. Like, it's almost like... I don't know if your dad knew or anything. You probably didn't, but it's like, you know, just he's coming back to you from wherever wherever we go, you know, and that's... That's really neat. That's that really deep. Is some kind of love though. Mm -hmm. He didn't understand. Yes. He thought you should be, you know, playing outside more. That's what my parents would have said. But he knew. I you literally loved it. hid in the bathroom with books, so I feel you. I mean, my dad bought them for me, so like I get. But like you know, to to go and like pre-order to think to yeah. pre-order that that's some kind of love. I like that supporting your kids. Yeah, yeah, I love your dad's that. Great, and thank you for all the kind words. Like yeah. that's so sweet. Thank really, you for being a part of our community. I feel like we're not like worthy. I know. We're not worthy. I do. That's how I feel every time. Thank you very much for yes. your story. Thank you so much. And thanks for being a part of this community. Mm -hmm. Correct. Also, just like to let everybody know, if you want to send us your Potter story, we are always taking them. The best way to get them to us is email us at swishflickcast at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. Send it in an email. It's .net. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> People will think it's that. Dot com. Just Chew like that gum it. in that mic one more time. That's it. Oh it's God. over. It's dot com. com. It's dot com. Send your resumes to dot com. <laughs> Just dot com. <laughs> Just throw it in the subject line like Potter Story or something. Yeah. It catches our attention. Also, yes. internet.com to download more internet. The fact that you did that still makes me Google to this day. I thought you said it makes you Google, not Google. <laughs> it makes me Google. I like internet jokes. 
if you guys just can't get enough of us, you can follow us on social media. <laughs> We're on Facebook at Swish and Flick Podcast and on Twitter and Instagram at Swish Flick Cast. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel um, where our podcasts are posted as well as vlogs. Um, also, you can join us on Patreon for exclusive access to The Felix Files, which is our twice a month bonus episodes. A chance to be a guest on the Felix Files and our Zoom hangouts and some access brand to Discord. New stuff, yes. Brand new posters, brand new stickers, brand new, brand level. new letters, brand new levels, level, level. <laughs> <laughs> but there is different stuff now in the other levels. They're We've updated. revamped all of the levels, so check it out to see. And you can find us there at patreon.com forward slash swishflickcast. Also, all of our information (laughs) is on our website, which is swishflickcast.com. Megan's gonna hurt. She's still just rolling (laughs) along. With all of our merchandise. I love how you tried to keep rolling, and this is still a I just want to point out to everybody some merch that we have. We've got a great weekender bag, which could also be great for the beach. We also have some towels. I love that bag. And Mm -hmm. legit. There's like, it's called an accessory pouch. Oh, yeah, I, I like, like that, that thing, too. too. It's nice. It's large. Not look crazy big, but it's a good size. It's not it comes small. in two yeah. sizes. There's what a is, smaller one and a bigger one. What does Chris Farley say when he's doing this? They say, I'm not normal. <laughs> um, but it's also, like, I use it as a makeup pouch. But it it's great. So buy them. They look good together. I stand our merch. Oh, It's the bop. I'm not. <laughs> you sound like you're speaking a foreign language. I don't I'm, even know what I'm saying. I've never felt older <laughs> in my life. Where did you hear this first? This pod is on fleek. That's okay, well, I've heard that. <laughs> That's out. <laughs> That's not fetching anymore. on fleek. Where did you first hear this? Answer my hear question. Hear what? Bop and Stan told me about Bob. Twitter. I'm just calling it Stanley now. It's Stanley. <laughs> I Stanley. I'm gonna Stanley. Stanley real hard on this podcast. <laughs> That's not even how you was, use the word. Tiffany. Whatever, Stanley. This. Tell me what's <laughs> going. Tell me what's going on in your life. Let's keep rolling. What do you, what do you stand with in life? Good. Yeah, what do you stand in life? I stand Alana and Martin <laughs> and Foz Foz. Um. What have I been doing? Okay, so I'm basically trying to just survive the end of the school year. Yeah. By the time Nine this days. comes out, you have four days. That is amazing. That was my wand touching my mic. I apologize. Yeah, but you don't apologize for your gum, so. I don't. <laughs> um, what else am I doing? Sorry. <laughs> I think this is my first time <laughs> podcasting. I don't mean to hit my microphone. I'm going out to dinner tomorrow. This will be a week ago. First. No. Okay. First night, Marty and I away from Alana. Together. She's Together, yes, she's having... It's his first night away from her. Ever? I don't think that's true. Where else would he have gone? Because I'm pretty sure that he was like, we've both been away from her, but not together away. You know what I mean? Well, I don't remember. Anywho, same time. And... What? Mother's Day is Sunday? Mm-hmm. You'll have your first Mama's Day. First Mama's Day with the babe on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> recording sure some BB-8 radio probably pretty soon. BB-8 radio. That's pretty much what I do. Keeping fit. 
I'm at pre-pregnancy weight, so that's pretty cute. Holla. Working on you. building some muscles. Some muscles. Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. It's a day-to-day, but you know what? It's a beautiful day. But that's just like life. Life is dating. Oh, Sarah and I are going to go to Columbus to present I was like, at we are. <laughs> a um, teacher's conference. I can't remember. It's like a super long name, you guys, and I genuinely can't remember it. But we are going to um, tell basically the story of Swish, and the conference theme is the magic of why. That's awesome. And I'm not sure. I'm really sure. bummed that it's during the week and I can't go. I'm not sure if it was like formed work. around the thought of like having us speak. So I think that's a pretty high compliment. Oh, interesting. And then they get me, this fool, and Tiffany. Yeah. It's going to be great. So, But I'm making Megan and Katie help with the presentation yeah, stuff. We'll, so. we'll do like. Just so you know. Yeah. We're in. And we're going to have you record some video of you guys talking. So. I stand that. It's only 45 minute Get presentation, <laughs> but you know what? It's probably my biggest presentation since being like in grad school. So it's I like how you're looking at me. I haven't done a presentation years, mm. many, many, many a year, many moons. Okay. So that's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. Oh, Tiffany <laughs> standing in the light of power. Oh, should I shout out? Can I shout out a podcast? Mm-hmm. No, I don't care. I just want to shout out. Force Toast, because they're a great Star Wars podcast. Agreed. Agreed. Not for children. Agreed. Children do not listen to it. Parents don't let your children listen to it. We love those girls, though. Um, and Tandem Legends. Sorry. I just really love Tandem Legends. They do Legend of Zelda. What's that? Not your business. Who's Zelda? I don't for know. the longest time, I thought that the, Link the, was Zelda. The person in green. No. <laughs> you guys. Sorry. But yeah, so those are just two really I cool podcasts. I mean, I well, that's like calling Mario Princess Peach. True <laughs> is true. I mean, but like, I learned my lesson many, many, many years. Like, I've known for a long time that Link is Link and Zelda is Zelda. But it, I, I mean, yeah, that's good. I don't know video games. But yeah, they do a playthrough of Radio Kill the Video Games. Is that the, how that goes? That's <laughs> not it. I know. <laughs> the Legend of Zelda games in the. Order of the Hyrule Historia. Timeline has not split Hyrule. yet. Hyrule. For those of you who know what I'm talking about. Hyrule. Off to you. I keep saying we have to like wrap this up and I'm the one that keeps talking. Um. So I do this thing sometimes where I'll go and like fake plan a vacation on Disney's website just to like think of all the cool places and things I could do, but then like I can't afford it. So I can't actually book the vacation. And then for the first time ever, I was on the Disney Cruise website, and I was doing the same thing. And then I was like, hmm, next year is my 30th birthday. Hmm. I should go on a Disney cruise to make myself not feel old. So I booked a Disney cruise for my 30th birthday. I was away from my phone for 20 minutes. What are you going to do if you're like nine months pregnant? Or so pregnant you can't fly? (gasps) Well, I guess just cancel. I'm going. You can cancel. You can cancel, but I think that we're probably going to wait a year to start having a baby because we want Megan and Katie time in our own place before As we Meg do that. As Meg said, we need us time before we become three. Smart. When two why do you think I stayed married three. so long before? <laughs> I just, um, like, I don't know why. It, I had this thing in my head that I had to, like, get pregnant before I was 30. I don't know why. It was just like a thing in my head. And then I took a step back like just a couple days ago, really. And I was like, Katie and I haven't had time to ourselves 
just us in our own living space since before we graduated college. And that Mm -hmm. was not even for a full year. So we're married. We haven't had really, honestly, like a newlywed phase being on our own at all. Girl, every day with you is a newlywed phase. Just saying. I stand you. I was going to say that to (laughs) you. (laughs) Meg, you are the bop to um, me. (laughs) So like, actually, we did, I think, cross our fingers, hope, find the perfect (laughs) apartment place for our time now it might change in the future but right now <laughs> we you know found what we like is a dating website for old people not old people <laughs> well but we like are old today 50, I believe I am old and then um so then I, I we want to like move in have a have a year and then we're gonna start but we're still gonna go to our baby appointment next week just to kind of like it's learn when this comes out yeah mm-hmm. we're gonna like learn cost the process, what testing we need to get done, all of that. Because honestly, there's so much prep that goes into it. And it's like a blessing and a curse as an LGBT couple. We're going to talk about it a lot on our YouTube channel too. Um, But if you guys are interested in hearing about the appointment and stuff, you can go follow us on the Petrus family. We're probably going to have like a sit down talk about it just to like let you guys know what we hear from the doctor. Um, because I am going into it pretty blind. I don't really know. I mean, I know like generally what I need to get done in order to have a baby, but, um, like, I don't know what the cost is and how it works and all that stuff. And so we want to, we want to save up some money too, before we start doing it so that we're not like chasing bills, be able to actually... So yeah, because I mean, if the first stage doesn't work the first couple times, we're going to have to switch to IVF, which is incredibly expensive. So um, you never know. Yeah. But that's a huge cost up front. So we should be able, we should save enough money to be able to pay for the first round of treatments um, before we have to think about IVF. Yeah. Trying to be smart adults. I think it's a good plan. It sucks being an adult mm-hmm. that's smart. Yeah. Instead of being like, I do what I want. Yeah. Makes your credit score go down, usually. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not True. lying. True words have never been spoken. No. Also, we're going back to England in 2020 with my mom. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. So. Are you going to hit up some new spots or are you going to show her some stuff? We're going to do new stuff and old stuff. We're going to do both. How long? Hopefully the same amount of time, like a week, week and, and a half. couple days. That's cool. She wants to see Buckingham Palace, so we're going to go in summer when you can tour it. Oh, only tour in summer. Mm-hmm. She's probably at her summer cottages or something. She's really going to have a good time, then with you guys over there. I see your mom, like, just, like, loving that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she doesn't really have a travel partner in life because my dad hates traveling, so we are her travel buddies. <laughs> That's nice. Do you do you have anything to add to that? Because that was basically yeah, that was a lot. That's of you too. <laughs> By the time this comes out, I'll be two weeks after my surgery. Woo, 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 woo. You're doing great, rock star. Thanks. She's still if, a if you didn't sore. know, she's slowly turning into uh, Remus Lupin. Yeah, I'm uh, going through different. She's surgeries. half half Remus, half werewolf. Oh, I thought she was turning into a robot. It's actually a dinosaur. Sorry, you're both wrong. Okay. <laughs> we tried. Remasaur. <laughs> oh, my God. But she calls herself Miasaur because she's sore. From the I day. am. <laughs> kind of feels like I did a whole bunch of sit-ups, but it's good. 
good. They made Motrin for a reason. <laughs> Tiffany's staring at me because she hates me. Also, <laughs> hopefully by the time this episode comes out, we will be officially on the wait list for our new apartment. Yes. 30 people deep. Send us hope <laughs> and prayers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sarah. Oh. What you up to? Except hating all the words I'm saying to them. <laughs> what are you uh, going to stand? You know, BB-8 radio is still a thing. Every other week, we hopefully will be uploading um, episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm figuring my life out. I'm going to start applying to schools and possibly a new job. So big things coming. I'll let you guys all know um, if what happens when it happens. Uh, but I don't know yet. Other than that, I'm just living life. Waiting for Tiffany to be done with school so I can hang out with her on my off days, but really hang out with her child because she's super cute. It's going to be awesome. Um, And I've got a crazy full June. So Mm -hmm. that's my life. I'm also trying to figure out when I can get my hair done because I called today to get an appointment. And my one day, she's like, oh, she doesn't work that day. And I was like, I think is is June when you're going to Aruba? Mm -hmm. But I've got the bridal shower. I'm going to Geneva. I've got Alana's first birthday, and I've got Aruba all in June. And Columbus. But other than that, I'll let you guys know when my life is really taken off. Get And I really hope because Ed Sheeran released new music today, but by the time it's like a week old, um, I really can't wait for his new album that hopefully is coming along with it. Coincidence. He's copying Taylor. That's what I was going to say. Is it a coincidence? really tend to like... The last time when his Did they just um, write together? when Divide came out, I think they both released an album that year. Yeah, because they were writing together on the Red Tour. Because Gemini Christmas, <laughs> his came out like in March, and then hers came out a couple months later, I believe. It was like the first weekend of March is when his music came out, and I was like obsessed. But yeah, that's great. That's my life. Follow me, Oh Mally. Oh yeah, on the gram. I'm on Twitter at TiffSwish underscore Flick. Follow Katie and I on Twitter and Instagram at the Petrus Family. Yup. Living life, living large. Okay. Well, standing. Uh, <laughs> for Voldemort and Valor. For Voldemort, for Voldemort and Valor. Valor. That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing! My voice! <laughs> Are we ready? No. Ugh. Okay. Hello and welcome. Oh, ah, gosh, <laughs> you piece of. <laughs> <laughs>